The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. We know you enjoy the show, so come support us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. You can support the show. And in turn, you also get other benefits. We've been doing some Patreon-only podcasts. We give early rally access. We have a dirt racing league, a bunch of other stuff over on Patreon. And when you sign up, we give you a free sticker pack, DWA sticker pack, with some exclusive DWA stickers that aren't available to the public. A lot of fun stuff over there, and it helps support the show. So cruise over to patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, and we'd really appreciate it. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by radforsale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear, like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. Thank you for joining us. Well, here we are again. Hi. It's a beautiful Art's day. A little, little foggy in Santa Cruz here. How's the weather in your neck of the woods there, Art? Oh, yeah. Yeah, The we have the coastal range here um, that along us, or next to me. So uh, that is sort of acts as a wall for fog. Um, and mm-hmm. you can literally see it dissipate like when it, it like hits that, and then it just kind of slowly spills over. You've probably seen that um, off right. of 280. So... We are in the sunny side of things over here in the yes. neck of the woods. I've always but, wanted to do like yeah. a time lapse of that spilling fog. It's so cool. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, it, it, we're starting to see more of like a summer weather pattern, right? We're like, like the June gloom, they call it here. It's like in, in, in the mornings you get that marine layer along the coast and then it burns off by like usually around now. So I don't know. It looks like you might be in the fog all day, but. Yeah, we're good. We're, I'm good. <laughs> just, to burn off. I don't know about lanes a little closer to the beach, but uh yeah, I'm right on the border here. Lane hasn't even... Lo- he's looking outside, kind of. He's like, wait, is that the outside? No, it's foggy. It's gray. But yeah. it's not It's not like... I don't know. It doesn't feel gross or anything. It's like there's still like hints of sunshine, you know? Nice. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. poking through. Yeah, and then it eventually it burns off. That was a good album of yours, Hints of Sunshine. Yeah, dude. That was my, yeah. I love that one. Well, it was a late one, which is weird that it got so much like... You know, it had so much success. It was more I know, critical it was more like acclaim. A, it was like the greatest like, hits, sort of. Because people were kind of like, oh, look, his early stuff better. But they always say that. Critically, it was like really well received. Yeah, Hints of Sunshine, yeah. um, Lane, and the <laughs> DWA trio. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys know that um, 
like a bunch of 80s and like 90s uh, alternative rock artists got together and made their own band, like uh, Lane's favorite, Mark McGrath, right? Uh, oh, yeah, Sugar Ray, Sugar, Sugar Ray, uh, Dave Navarro, and a few others. Uh, yeah. They made a they made a band called the Royal Machines. I've oh. never yeah. heard this. <laughs> I haven't either. I don't think and, it did and, very well. And so, well, th- they're 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 new. They're like current. Um, and oh. so the thing with that is that apparently their whole concept is that it's like them trying to be sort of like low key like jam artists now, like and not wanting to be like this big thing, but, like and being dude. in the spotlight. So. Um, it's kind of sounds like sounds like I got some listening to do. Mark McGrath though is not a well. He's probably not there. the singer, I would guess, or I don't know. He's not a great singer for sure. No, that's just, what I'm saying. Just gotta make sure you spread your love and fly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I like this uh, early work like a, with Mean Mean Machine. Of course you like. Of course you like it. early work. Oh, that's why there's a machine in this, and the the rest of the guys are the Royals. Yeah, yeah. It was more uh, like punk early on. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Royal Machine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anything about Mark McGrath except that um, he's a game show host he, now. He like roughed up sure. some kid because like I remember there was like some old paparazzi video of like some kid saying like Hey, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, like running up to him like trying to get an autograph. And I guess the the kid thought that was his name, and he got super <laughs> offended and like he basically Mr. attacked Mr. him. Mr. Ray, can I have your autograph? He's uh, he used to go on Howard Stern all the time, and he was like he was actually a really good guest. Oh, uh, cool! It's like pretty normal, just a. Normal dude, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Dave Navarro, Billy Morrison, Chris Cheney, Josh Freeze, and more. Oh, Josh Freeze, cool. Josh mm-hmm. Freeze was the drummer for uh, Guns N' Roses for a while. He was also in the Vandals, punk band, the Vandals. Okay. Um, yeah. He was, he's a studio drummer, so he's like big. Uh, he might have even drummed for like AFI for a little, I don't know. He's all over the place, but, nice. and a lot of like, even like Alanis Morissette and bands like, you know, groups like that, too. So, hmm. cool. um, Paula Cole, maybe even? Yeah, all the probably, dude. Sarah yeah. Might have. Was he rocking Sarah McLaughlin? He or? might have. He was like one of those guys, like, when you look at his resume, it's like, you know, he's only been in so many bands, but yeah, he's a yeah. studio drummer for like a hundred bands, you know? For sure. And it's like Mazzy Star, and it's dude. like... I uh, Mazzy Star, one of the best songs of the 90s, by the way. That, <laughs> I know. Right? Dude, that that song is wonder, haunting, though. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is on it's so good yeah it is good it is good i've been uh sometimes i'll get uh recommended posts on instagram for grunge and like grunge bible and this all these live performances yeah pretty good i will go down that rabbit hole for a while and uh that's my there jam you go. and so I, th- I thought you said that you don't watch um reels i think that that sounds like real watching to me if you know what i mean oh i'm all in on reels I don't oh, know how to do them. Like reels? Do you I ever click do... on them? I have a hard time clicking on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'll I just click on to... one in every 20 I see. I don't know how to make them. Yeah, exactly. I'm like one, of, one in every 20. But once you start scrolling, this is just like TikTok, but once you start scrolling, you can get some good uh, stuff. But I don't know how to do it. I've you never... Just, uh... It's a, it's an option. As soon as you go over yeah. a minute, um, you just select if you want it to be in a real or not. Oh, I know. But just the editing involved, it's just like a whole... That's like a full-time job. Uh, yeah, it's not too real fun, creator. But, um, well, the good ones, just, I mean, it's just making like an iTunes. You go to iMovie on your phone. It's um, yeah. uh, you need a, a real degree, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I it's, do it's, find myself like shit gets real. That, getting on that Facebook rabbit hole where you're like watching all these stupid videos, dude. Yeah, I know. And then you think there's going to be something happening, and they like it's basically catfishing because the videos are about nothing. Uh-huh. Um, and they tease them, they do it's all clickbait. They and got that's you, pretty dude. Pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. That isn't good. 
It's and I don't even know it. how I get to that either. I'm like doing work on Facebook. Like that's the only reason I go to Facebook is to do work. And then mm. all of a sudden I'm on this video section. I don't even know how well, the fuck you know, I got. There's a, there's a Katy Perry video. And next thing you know, yeah. you're dancing yeah. along and singing. Facebook and is like the worst. It's really bad the way it's like structured. It's like it's here's a hot take, folks. Facebook is bad. Just <laughs> you've heard it here first. Well, as far as the the uh the actual like site format like, of it, yeah. Like the format, just like you never know where you are or how to get to where you need right. to go. Like it's like the MySpace thing. MySpace was perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> the glitter. <laughs> you glitter couldn't even see you couldn't even see what people wrote because all the backgrounds <laughs> no, are so dude. Crazy. How about this? We'll let everyone have dude. a different background color and font size and oh. color and, and then yeah. they have like white font. The background would be like white and black and purple and that's and the inspiration for, for Art's F forty ownership is that his emails would just look like a horrible MySpace page. <laughs> oh, there you go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every single email he sent, it's like a glitter cat at the bottom with a w- magic wand somehow. And uh, <laughs> did you see an yeah. F forty burned to the ground in Japan? Yeah, you were gonna say Hakone. I heard that. I was, start to I come was, out. but yeah. I didn't want to piss off Lane so early in the episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I did see that. I wonder which. I mean, last I checked, um, I mean, you know, all the F forties in Japan. Well, I, well, no, I don't know if this is still up to date, but. Um, the, uh, supposedly Japan had the most F40s of any country in the world. Um, wow. And so I don't know if that's still the case, but there was, I was going to say though, I wonder if it was that one, which is kind of silly, but do you guys remember the guy that filmed himself going over 200 miles an hour? Um, and th- it was an early YouTube video and they, they freaking, the police chased him down and busted him. And like, it was his big deal. It's kind of, I mean, it's a bummer. I mean, I'm not saying chased him down literally on the road. Like the, the video later was on, they figured it out oh, yeah, because and, of the video, but that, yeah, and yeah, they, they figured out who he is and like, and he got in trouble and it's like, it's kind of, it was kind of annoying, dude. The dude well, was I mean, early on, like, yeah, you're dumb to post that. Right. And that's way too fast on a public road. It wasn't posted. It was like, it, so he limits. made the, it was like a, it was a recorded video that got, it was like super underground circulated that ended up on YouTube. But it was, right. I want to say it was, it wasn't on best motoring or anything like that. It wasn't like that popular. It was kind of an underground thing. And, right. Um, and the guy actually had his face blurred out and everything. And like, he tried to like conceal his identity a little bit, but I guess they, mm-hmm. there's only, you know, so many F 40s in a certain area. And they basically, and they went, they investigated it and figured out who he was. And I remember right. he got in deep shit, but well, I'm guessing they yeah. made a, you know, yeah, they made an example of him. I'm, you know, I'm sure it was like yeah. one of those things where like, we need to do this kind of, yeah, that's not um, a good look. That's not a good look. Shouldn't I mean, be. that happens all the time now, right? All these like gumball videos and all that stuff. It's like always shit like that. It's, it's always the yeah. filming that is the problem. Yeah. It's not. And then if you're Benjamin Chen, you can just be high on fucking whatever you're on, just bouncing off cars in Manhattan and get off. Don't even go to court. Yeah. What, what, what was, was this? so uh, gnarly, dude. What was they just said defense? there wasn't enough evidence. <laughs> God damn. Like, was the and you're, you're, yeah, they said there wasn't enough evidence to go to court. You're like, dude, are you like, how much but was imagine that? Imagine the payout, insurance, that insurance companies must have been I know. trying everything, right? Dude, watch that video. Like, the evidence is like pretty freaking clear. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty <laughs> that, brutal. That was in Manhattan, right? And he was in a in Manhattan, Car- Car- like Car- right GT? early quarantine career GT. Just slamming into stuff, dude. And slam and and then drove down the street after he slammed in, and he and he crashed again, and that's where the car expired. It's probably he tried to escape. Car- he multiple times he was trying to yeah. get out, of the, or probably the car's he, like fault. after that last major crash, he was still trying to get the car yeah. to move, and it was barely so gnarly, dude. And then yeah. 
and the in the video, remember they're like talking to he's like, oh, you can't even talk. Oh damn. It's probably like Wolf of Wall Street where he thought he made it home pretty good. And then he <laughs> then he pretty looks much. at the car. Then he no, looks he at like the car afterwards. Right, he, yeah, he like lives right there. He looks at yeah, the car I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the exact same drugs even, you know? Like it was that <laughs> yeah, kind exactly. of scene. Yeah, exactly. Um, is just in shambles. Special K or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, that's a good scene, by the way. Yeah, look at this. This shirt is horrible, dude. Look at this shirt. That that next, that's actually really pretty... Yeah, my, so my I, w- I went to uh, Paso Robles like, over the weekend. Hang on. Just a, a one-night getaway with my wife. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw fucking three grown adults wine tasting wearing sweatpants. Yeah, that's a thing, dude. Two grown, like, not even old. I'm talking about our age. No, yeah, they're like hipsters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wearing sweatpants. Yeah, did they have shirts with tails? Because that's that's common <laughs> with that. with that, And a with big swoop sweats. neck. It was fucking so stupid. I get it. Okay, you're casual. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. Maybe for the wine tasting. And these aren't, like... These are pretty nice wineries. You know, they they've got French names and they try to pretend Ooh. that they're fancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh over 10 bucks a bottle. Exactly. Over over $2 at least. But um I just don't like that. And you can call me an old man, but this grandpa fashion is getting out of control. Sweatpants to a wine tasting day. It's like what do you, you go to the closet and you think Yeah, oh, but they good. were skinny sweatpants and they had like No, the, they weren't. The, no, they're skinny at the bottom. And they're tight in the in the cast, and then they have like kind of a no. They weren't top. even those. They weren't, they weren't even like athletic sweatpants. They were like uh, straight up Russell athletic. Oh, Russell okay, athletics. athletics in the name, but they weren't the athletic style. <laughs> they weren't athletic. They were Russell and, athletics. And and on top of that, <laughs> we all know Russell's not a very good athlete. No, yeah. he sucks. Super casual. <laughs> but it was also about eighty degrees. So your your choices. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not a I'm, good choice. I'm wearing this like this is a fashion choice. This isn't even like a comfort choice. Wear some board choice. shorts, you'd be like way classed up, right? Totally. <laughs> I was wearing I was wearing shorts and flip flops, but I had a button up shirt, and uh, you know I felt like I was pulling it compared to these guys, goddamn yeah, yeah. schlubs. Huh. So this the grandpa fashion is out of control. That's interesting completely. because I, I and now I'm, I'm picturing the other guy sitting next to you, yeah. judging you for wearing flip flops at wine tastings. So oh, for like, sure. Like a, the guy that like, looked like uh, <laughs> Bob Euchre with yeah, white yeah. hair and a tucked in polo with loafers was definitely like, look at this fucking piece of shit. And those sweatpants dudes were like, look at this Poindexter wearing <laughs> yeah, a button up square. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's like the hierarchy. Sure. It's like it's like the. Um, you know, like the the the, the what is it the the short wheelbase nine eleven guy who just like that that's like oh it's the ultimate analog oh, yeah. but yeah, no yeah. but the G body and then like no but then it, it it just keeps getting less pure and less analog exactly. from there right exactly. so like, well, I don't know where relative. the sweatpants guy falls into that argument but yeah, and so then that dude's like yelling at us for wearing sneakers on a fuck and I call them sneakers that's right uh, yeah exactly. airplane <laughs> exactly. he's like why aren't they wearing you know nice three, shoes and, three piece and a suit, suit. yeah. You have to and wear, yeah, you have to fedora. carry your briefcase and like flip it open in front of you with like yep. your, with your typewriter or something. Or? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Typewriter, yeah. Your ha- handkerchief. You got to have a handkerchief. I got to say, we uh, since we spent so much time in Paso, I mean, just we live pretty close and we've done rallies through there. It's looking pretty good. Yeah, Paso's looking nice. I know. I they went there a couple uh, months ago and had lunch, yeah, and it was like great. Outdoor seating killer and yeah, yeah, they've got it all figured out. You got to make. Uh, reservations at most wineries but that actually means that you get a very chill experience you know there's like not five bachelorette parties and you know tour buses pulling up so it's like chill vibes like little it's like kicker kicker, little kicker little little chill sesh and we took the back roads from king city 
down past Nascimento Lake and uh, the roads from the rally, basically. Yeah. Um, what car? Uh, just in our Lexus, but nice Probably. Saturday, beautiful little spring flowers still out there. Pretty Did you guys nice. stay at our hotel we stay at or a different one? No, we actually stayed at a winery. We were. Oh, uh, nice. This is our our uh, anniversary, so we nice. we were gifted a a stay at a really nice winery, and um, it was great. Ate at a cool. nice restaurant. All good. Sick. Nice. So yeah, it's cool. I mean, I I I know that they are growing. Like it's that that city has grown a lot. Do especially due to the wine industry, right? Like that really kind of changed that place pretty dramatically in the last 10 years but i don't know like how big could that place get right like how much can it sustain well, they have some water issues too i know they have water issues in certain neighborhoods and stuff and someone that lives there could speak more to this but uh the most desirable areas on the west side of highway 101 um mm. for the wineries there are wineries on the other side but it's a little it's more, more it's like it's, it's drier and there's not as many trees so much when you yeah. cross the highway it's like the coastal range kind of effect you're on the coastal range one side and then you go to the other yeah. side and it's like almost like Central it's like Santa Valley. Cruz and Scotts Valley. It's like that difference almost, you know, right. it feels like. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but you're right. It, it, if you look at real estate, if you want something nice there, it is not cheap. And uh, there's a lot of so much. big properties. And, uh, but it's got a lot going for it. I mean, it's it's about a 45-minute drive to the coast. You got great rally roads, good wine. Um, not too far from slow San Luis Obispo, you know, have a little culture. Yeah, like 30 minutes yeah. or something. 25 minutes. Yeah, and then you're, you know, relatively close to the barrier, relatively close to L.A., but it's hot as balls in the summer, yeah. and it's pretty cold in the winter. So, yeah. you know, yeah. can't have it It's all. a nice little town, though. It definitely that, yeah. has room to grow if you go east. I mean, they, they already have, like, these big housing developments out there and stuff. Mm-hmm. It feels full suburb USA, you know, um, yeah. anywhere USA out there. But the good thing they have going for them is they have a really nice little downtown that, you know, is getting nicer. And the wine, and the wine stuff is... I mean, it's not Napa, but it's pretty close, and it is so much more approachable. Well, it's also only one little place where Napa is like right. all these towns. Sonoma, right? and yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very approachable, and it's a super quick drive from Santa Cruz, and I love it. I like super that Super quick cool. drive. What is it, like an hour from there? No, an I mean, it's, it's two. <laughs> it's two, Cruz? but it's two hours. But, uh, yeah. you know, compared to going all the way up past the Bay Area to, to Napa wine country. Oh, I see, or, for Napa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. actual wine stuff. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by, like, Try, like figuring out why some places flourished and became big cities right like you know like like that place seems you know like it could have done well right i don't know again there's maybe some infrastructure there's as you said water maybe who knows but like like monterey was the capital of california at some point and it never really grew right like, and, yeah. and it stayed fairly small um that and, seems more of a demo- uh, geographic issue doesn't it well, it's kind of yeah it's i mean pretty hilly uh, I mean, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, tri- they tried to make, uh, I forget what the town's called, but it's near Paso, before before Paso when you're going south. I Atascadero? Atascadero. That was going to be, they built that to be the capital of California because it's dead center in the middle of California. Hmm. And that's why it has an airport and stuff. And, you know, that was their whole, their whole goal was for that to be the Interesting. capital of Down California. There, huh? Um hmm. And I heard Capitola was supposed to be the capital. Oh, Capitol. Ah. Capitol. Ah. Yeah, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Any good roads down there. Damn good roads. And it was very empty. Even on a Saturday, it just we drove that whole back section, and it was like perfect. So nice. Yeah, those are RX-330 roads for sure. Those are. <laughs> got the windows down, <laughs> yeah. little satellite radio going. Uh-huh. 
some Chablis in the cup holder. Um, you guys watch the F1 race? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, did you art? Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. No, nah. but it was. Uh, it was. I a race. thought it was good, dude. <laughs> I mean, I fucking race. Yeah, I do. I guess. I mean, I know. Yeah, I think you were paying closer attention fan. than I was. Maybe I get I got, into all I, that, yeah. dude. Like, all mm. I'm not. I'm the person that I'll like a, a good baseball game is a one-one game, dude. The fucking sure. goes or goes one, into yeah. the eleventh, and you know, and then someone wins. Like that's a good game. It might be a, like the most boring game ever for a lot of people, but I think when yeah, you're, you see it coming, when you're into it, when you're into something, you find the nuances in it. Um, mm-hmm. When you get really in, involved in it, unless so. you're like really rooting for someone to do well, and they just don't ever do well you know like mm-hmm. this is kind of like watching a game you know where the mercedes is so dominant and they just always make the right moves you always want red bull to pull something off like that and and have the strategy and also the the car to do it but yeah. hats off to uh mercedes once again just yeah. too, too good. is a piece of shit dude <laughs> dude that move like where he's like i'm racing my own race i'm not gonna let and you're like who were you racing dude what were, who were you racing at that moment he wasn't uh-huh. racing anyone he was just fucking he was gonna get third regardless dude he I wasn't catching for stopping love to see the post-race meeting with mercedes and like how that played out yeah they're like dude by the way there was rumors about you leaving before now you're fucking out i know so I, well that's what's interesting because i i didn't see that after the fact like both lewis and the team were like yeah we just let him do their thing and like lewis said yeah you know i was letting valtteri do it I, I didn't expect him to receive a call and he didn't know that he even received a call huh. so he was actually just racing him like and so uh, and he was like all right i'm gonna have to make a proper pass here because you know in lewis's eyes like he had no idea that that call had been made and after the fact he said he didn't see a problem with that so they didn't see it as as an issue um and i guess it's just a conceptual thing it's like even if you're not racing for position it's just like the fact that he's a racer he, and he wants to stay ahead <laughs> like i don't know yeah, yeah. Uh, he wasn't but, I mean, going as, to and, though he knew that he knew that max was coming up on him at a rapid pace and a yeah. second ahead of him per lap he knew all that stuff like that's that's for sure and uh for him not to like move over for him and he was given a call that he was coming through and yeah. the like for Valtteri to say, Oh yeah, I wasn't going to let him pass. You're like, really dude? Like, I don't know, dude. That's what, that's like why you're there in that position. Like, and that's why Red Bull, I mean, Perez isn't there, you know? And that's why. But based on that last uh, drive to survive, Botas is pretty straightforward. He's like, I'm just going to take care of me. Yeah, now. I'm just doing what I, what's good for me. I don't care about the, you know, all these other but things. But in that so. case, he wasn't even racing Hamilton, dude. That's the whole thing. It's like, he wasn't there to race Hamilton. They were on like totally different, sk- like well, so schedules and everything. He it wasn't was like, going to hold him off forever, yeah, no matter dude, what. It was right? just like it was just holding him off for so that they maybe couldn't win. You know? Yeah, probably just a little bit of pride, saying I'm not going to make it look like I'm just letting you by. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it just Which, was still so easy for Hamilton to pass him. I know. Like, okay. I don't even know if if Verstappen had hit this the lap right after Hamilton did to get tires. I don't know if he could have held him off or caught him. No. No, he couldn't. The, the pace wasn't there, right? So it didn't no. matter. It was just no, like... That's why they, they took the gamble of the yeah. fact that track position is important on that track. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, which sucks. Imagine being Verstappen. Like, you're kind of like running a not fun race that's up a, front. I guess that's my point. Because like, you're on shitty tires and you're not able to like really battle. You're just basically hoping they don't catch you. Like, that's just the delaying. worst position to be in, dude. Just, you're, yeah, yeah, you're the lamb, dude, just running. And you're like, 
I hope they don't get me. I hope they don't get me. Which is kind of how I watch the race. I'm just like, ah, you know, there's just not yeah, nothing they can do. And uh, that, and that's kind of what he said at the end, right? He's like, I was a sitting duck. It's like, yeah. That, yeah. What, what was it? there was nothing I could do. And that was just, and he knew it right away. So like. Um, You're just hoping for something yep. uh, bad to happen to the Mercedes, you know, a, a yeah. failure, a flat tire or whatever that you can keep ahead as long as possible. But I mean, what or are they? held up by, tra- by back markers and, you know. Yeah, crashes there's other, into Marzipan. Yeah. They like pay, give Marzipan a couple pennies, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, right? Well, or, yeah, at this point, it would be more Marzipan pay, Marzipan paying because he wants the publicity or some crazy weird <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, <laughs> who I knows? Because know, right? he's got the money, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, as, as per usual, yeah, there was some activity in the mid pack and everything. I was stoked to see Leclerc do well. Like Leclerc, I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a Leclerc fan. I've said that before, and I, I think he's. He's a fantastic driver, and um, they it's barely cool showed him. him. Do well. I figured they'd they'd highlight his driving. He wasn't a racing more. anyone. I know, yeah. but that's why, because he was just like out there by himself. He was kind of like a comfortable fourth place. Like, right? There wasn't anyone ever on his tail, and he wasn't really moving up on. He wasn't like close to beating Valtteri, so he was just kind of out there running his own race the whole time. And Ricardo had a good weekend. He had a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth. What he's been having? Or what, what did he Sixth. finish? Sixth. Sixth. Yeah, qualified well and all that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a bad race. It just was. Uh, I think for that racetrack, it was like a great race. But that's saying, you know, that says more about yeah. that track not yeah. being a great track to watch racing on than anything yeah. else. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Good luck to Red Bull. It's going to be tough. Um, They're only fourteen you know, points behind, though. Yeah. yeah, they're still they're still in the game. I mean, the the thing that always fascinates me though is like. I, I want to like, you know, I've talked about it before, but like I want to sit almost with like the engineers like ahead of a race and I want to see how they strategize because I imagine that a lot of this shit is like actually computational, right? It's not like they're sitting there with a fucking pencil. It's like like they enter all of these different scenarios or they have all these different scenarios and it's like, OK, well, we understand how the car is affected under these circumstances and then this racing condition, like this temperature, this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like you would think it would be super scientific, right? Like, like for them, like not to know which tires to use and when to do what, it seems like so crazy to me, but maybe there's still a big human element there, right? That I think there is. Well, they said a big part also is that, um, the track temperatures weren't what they were used to last year. And then they didn't have them during, practice and qualifying this year it was totally different during the race they didn't really have ca- the calculations right for that and then I yeah because they have setup, race man. strategists are doing all this stuff they're going through every strategy yeah and how it's going to work out and what's going to happen you know um so they kind of thought that a one stop would work and and uh obviously the degradation was higher than they had anticipated mm-hmm. yeah and also i mean it's it, Verstappen said, like, even outside of that, like, he basically, he straight up said the Mercedes are still much faster. Like, they're not, like, even then, like, although, like, it's deceiving initially, right? Like, because he's out there and he's, like, you know, he's moving. But, um, yeah, we'll see as things progress. I mean, I hope that they still manage to tinker these cars a little bit to make, to improve them. And it looks like Ferrari's making some major improvements um, over the last few races, so... I mean, it'd be awesome to see them up in the mix too. And I um, mean, Perez hopefully gets his fucking act together and yeah. <laughs> it actually helps. I know. Um, yeah. Cause that, that would be such a, it'll make it so different if like Perez is actually like up there, you know, in battling yeah. for, for third place. And 
Yeah, they need, yeah, they need it. I mean, speaking strategically, right? Like, he yeah. needs to be in the mix up there to help. They um, wouldn't have done that if yeah. he was up there. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So when's the next race? Two weeks. 23rd, same day as DWA Morning Motors at the old Wrigley building. That's right. That's right. How's that going to play Santa Cruz, out? California. I don't know. I was trying to figure out how I can... Well, I guess you'll have to watch it before. Is it another early start? Where is They're it? always, dude. It's Monaco. Monaco, yeah. So it'll be the same rough time zone. Um, so 6 o'clock in the morning here. Yeah, you can, <coughs> might be able I'm, to catch I'm it. To see yeah, it's the... a two-hour two race. We'll get you done by 8, right? Mm. Or, I don't know. They're always a little, little longer than yeah. that. Right, right. Um, interesting, yeah. I like Monaco, but no passing usually, right? I know. Qualifying is really fun there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I um, What's his name? Nelson PK is like uh, known for, known for saying, yeah, the bicycle thing. He, heard it, he, yeah. he said that Monaco is like, is racing at Monaco is like riding your bicycle in your living room. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, and that's when cars were smaller, you know? Like know now, right? now yeah, they're like twice as big, dude. And you yeah. can actually see the whole car like from your driving <laughs> you know, like yeah. now you have halo really sticking up. Yeah, you yeah. see the They're PK crash a couple weeks ago at the Monaco Jeep at the Monaco Historical? Historics. No, I didn't see uh, that. So he was in the Ferrari. I forget which car it is, but he. Uh, oh no, sorry, it was Villeneuve. Right, Villeneuve? it was Villeneuve. No, no, it was, John it was PK. Lacey. No, John it was a Lacey. It was a Lacey. Yeah, yeah, I saw the whole yeah, race. Yeah. That was. Yeah, yeah but the, did you watch the race? Um, you guys no. should watch the race. It's killer, I watched a lot dude. of the it's actually quali- race. I watched a lot of the qualifying for all the different years and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I, I only watched that race. Um, and it was um, I can't remember the guy that was in second place. Um, that yeah, was a second on the grid, but he he's like done touring was that car the racing. Hunt car? And, um, no, he was in the uh, the the um the Lotus uh, John Player special car. I think oh, it was okay. the Lotus seventy seven, and um and then behind him was the McLaren and that was someone else. And it's complicated at the end. You have to watch it. But basically that crash was really weird because, um, it wasn't, it wasn't him. It was, he was actually bumped by someone and the guy like ended up like getting away with it. And then he didn't. And you have to, you have to watch the end. It's really bizarre. I Um, I saw a little bit and it looked like he maybe like lost power or something. And that's why he was hit. Like the mischief Uh, or something. Yeah. 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 It's all of a sudden he slowed down. And yeah. then he got hit, and and that pushed him into the wall essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was cool to watch though. I mean, because it was the, the, them two just battling it out for, for yeah. most of the race, and then the third place guy started to kind of close in a little bit towards the end. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Those are not they were my actually racing era, too. Yeah, yeah like, they were. I mean, it was racing. pretty solid. Yeah. yeah, it was like. Yeah, yeah. And you watch them, and you're like, man, this is like. This is they're they're really involved compared to like modern cars, you know. You wa- it's like watching that Senna qualifying lap at uh yeah at Monaco, where you're just like holy shit, you know. And they're having to shift through the gears and and they're just like manhandling these cars, dude. No yeah. traction control, yeah. Nothing, no, just... well, new cars don't have traction control either, but um, yeah. Oh, that's true. These, actually, but... the '89 yeah. though, like I'm mean, the '89, the uh the the one that you're talking about is the '89 video. Um, yeah. But the uh these cars like they're also na you know like i feel like like yeah. when like i was thinking pk like driving like a bt52 in 1983 which had like 1500 horsepower and qualifying trim and like the craziest turbo lag ever like <laughs> like that's, that's a whole other level right and the cars are small but like then you have that turbo lag which makes it super challenging um 
I'm sure they would tune it as close as you know uh, uh, to bump lower the power band or whatever, uh, make it right. like short cool wheelbase. Uh, uh, short uh, wheelbase, uh, yeah, uh, short uh, wheelbase, a lot of crazy power. Um, yeah. yeah, so that must have been fucking ridiculous, right? Like imagine like anticipating for how far ahead you have to anticipate um, the the power to kick in and yeah, all that shit. I know. Think about how bad like street cars, like turbo street cars, were from that era when you drive them, mm-hmm. and then like put that at like 1200 horsepower and for sure you know so (laughs) as a matter of fact i mean so the the 84 the famous 84 race you know where like senna almost won and the the really wet race yeah where it was um, can't where they stopped it the lap before or whatever yeah they stopped it i I think i don't remember how early they stopped it but they they stopped it oh you mean you mean the the lap before he passed them yeah 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 um so the NA cars did really well in that race. And so, and typically you, you, if you watch the races from that era, like the NA cars do well because they're more usable, right? Yeah. They have power <laughs> coming out of the, the slow speed turns and tractability. Yeah. They have traction and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So those, those, um, those actually did well, but the, um, that race in particular, I remember the Terrell that we saw at Sonoma. Yeah. Was that was a non turbo car. I remember that was driven by Martin Brundle in that race. And I think, like he was third or fourth or something. And like Martin Brennell was always pretty good at, uh, yeah. you know, at, uh, Monaco as well. Yeah. So that, that car did well in that race. I think I want to say it was like third or fourth. Um, huh. I can't remember, uh, but yeah. kind of random stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Monaco's rad though. I still want to go. I mean, I know it's just for the yeah. spectacle of it all. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Cold the thing. Bagata. I think when you're at, from what I've experienced being at races, it's not, it actually, you can't, cause you, you can't watch the race as well as you can watch it on television, really, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't – it's not as important if, like, the race is that great. It's just having good views and access and being in a cool space to, like, enjoy the celebration of a race weekend is what it's all about. Yeah, it's the atmosphere, uh, right? It's yeah, like it's the, the atmosphere. Yeah, the energy and And it's less so about, like – having great racing because you're not seeing every ter- every corner anyways you know you're not seeing what you see on tv um yeah so ideally just, you're in a, in a location where you have a big screen in front of you and you've got a cool like like yeah. an exit to some turn where you see them haul ass like for a few minutes seconds yeah. <laughs> i'm on a yacht for sure the last race i went to was canada and like 28 20- 2008 or something and uh we had like the little mini you could like rent these little like tv things back then and then you had headphones so you could watch the the feed yeah and and then you're also watching from wherever you are like getting yeah that's the way to do it yeah Yeah, for sure Uh, because as you said yeah otherwise you get like a little snippet right Uh yeah 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 we're like warren and i were on a call yesterday with a racetrack somewhere in this country uh to do something in the Midwest, uh, possibly for Radwood. And that was one of the things is that we would like to do an on-track exhibition for this Radwood event. And like we asked, you know, it's like, what, what is a good layout or a good setup to actually get, have the cars be visible, you know? Cause like, you know, if it's a really big track, you only see them. If it's a few cars on track, you see them like, you know, once every few minutes. So like, um, yeah, that is definitely a thing. I, I see why that's, a major draw for NASCAR too, right? For the the, the oval tracks, because you have like this yeah, kind of gladiator yeah. stadium, like, and you see the whole thing, and it's like this whole vibe. Um, what is that little tiny one? Fuck, I can't remember if it's Bristol or I think it's Bristol. Is it Bristol? Where it's like it looks like it's a built up super high and it's tiny. It's yeah, like it's, it's so like rad. a little <laughs> little tiny yeah, oval yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, it's like a uh, quarter mile oval or something. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Have, yeah. Oh, have you guys seen the new NASCARs, dude? The twenty twenty two cars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? 
Um, pretty predictable. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think it's fucking awesome. I I'm, I I think that they they actually finally are allowing the cars to look like the like more like the real deal, like instead yeah. of just a generic shell. Um, right, right. and so there's more design. They have a real diffuser, like a beef, beefy diffuser. So they're basically modernizing them. And I think it's, that you know, in it's some cool ways, to see yeah. a little bit of technology. Yeah, in yeah. A, in a you know where. So they went to uh, they went to front wheel drive and automatics. Is what you're saying? I think they, no, they went to sequential now, gearbox so that's, that's yeah, feel, and like cool arrow uh, and they look amazing. Yeah. Um, I know. I just wish they were based on the actual, like instead of a Camry, they're still based on Camrys, right? Yeah. There's a Camry. Toyota, yeah. yeah. It's you a know. pretty cool looking Camry. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I is. guess it works, right? I mean, it's like you think about it's, what is it? Is it still the best selling car in the country? I mean, <laughs> like I mean, if you're out, yeah. if you're a NASCAR fan. Which is what it always thing, was, and, right? It was like, yeah. yeah. It was always the sedans and like the normal cars that race on sunday buy on monday kind of stuff you know yeah yeah i wish it would be yeah. like homologation though where they would need to build a few of those like if toyota had to build a rear-wheel drive manual transmission <laughs> yeah, sedan yeah, yeah. with a v8 to compete with the new caddy um that would be cool i'd be down mm-hmm. with that yeah yeah, a lot of no. people complained about the about the sequential gearbox because you know they they've been manual three you know three pedal cars for so long, uh, yeah. um, and so I don't know it's a it's it's a full on race car. It is cool. Um, and I definitely appreciate that. But I mean, they're modernizing all these other elements. Like I figured, like I think it's pretty cool. It goes. I mean, it's still something that you shift, right? It's not. Um, that's that's cool. Um, yeah. And uh, I I really like that they they look more like a like an actual car too. Actually, like it looks a little more relatable. So does that mean? So do you you don't have to clutch during shifts, but you probably have to clutch out during the start, or how's probably, that? Probably, yeah, that would be my guess. They like do have a reverse. Uh, oh. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm curious to see how they do. Also, because like they have way more aero, you know. So like it, it, that's that's like a very it's like a hallmark of NASCAR, right? They have no aero and they're super loose at very high speed, and and they they're they're heavily impacted by traffic and all that stuff. So I'm curious to see how like also the drivers adapt, right? Like because the it's a but totally having arrow on it in a way is there like a fear of like the f1 thing where you can't follow closely or you lose all arrow and then you i don't know how much question. it is yeah like I, I yeah because i see that it's a lot of under stuff like undersized stuff you know like it's yeah. just it's it's arrow and underneath that keeps it a little more sucked to the ground versus i think when you're you know like in a, a formula one car the air is it, it spoils it, it, the air because it's the stuff up top yeah. up top is kind of what you're going for yeah the wings and mm-hmm. whatnot yeah. Um, yes. Be yes. interesting to see how that goes. I mean, yes. curious because I think they're trying to appeal to the next generation, you know, and like. Uh, well, yeah. they already did well, this. No, the like, last ones were called the next generation. They're called this cars the next, of tomorrow. <laughs> this is called <laughs> yeah. the next gen, but it's the gen seven. Cars of tomorrow <laughs> were like fifteen years ago, and then yeah, yeah. that was where they kind of took a big step in safety as well. And then mm. this is a whole nother thing, but yeah, other thing. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk about rally for a minute? Um, yeah, I'm yeah. out of the loop on rally. Sierra Rewind Rally. Oh, I thought you said rally. Like no, no, I don't <laughs> have any updates for you. I haven't watched. I need to watch. Yeah, I don't know. Is it, it's start? too infrequent. Well, it's infrequent and it's not a live event, so I don't. You can watch it live with a subscription. Yeah. So I watch these, you know, half hour recaps, and they're really good. But it isn't the same. I mean, rally just it doesn't have that drama of. Uh, I, well, I'll say this: I haven't watched the live broadcast, and they do try to make it pretty, you know, entertaining and dramatic, but you know, 
the cars aren't all going at the same time. And no, it's like yeah. throughout the whole day, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then like the track, the road changes so much, especially on gravel courses. You know, from the guy that goes first to the last, and yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of factors. So, yeah. anyways, WRC updates uh, coming. But until then, Sierra Rewind basically sold out. I mean, we we have a few spots left for um, some people that we owe spots to from last rally that couldn't make it, things like that. But uh, it's looking pretty good and uh, shaping up here for a nice summer rally, which we haven't actually done. I was thinking about that. We've done spring and we've done fall, but we've never yeah. done a midsummer rally. Mid-summer so July. Dream, yeah. That's right. It's going to be midsummer. <laughs> Lane's going to do a small performance yeah. on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, so I, did. I, I was in that play in sixth grade, so I'll, I'll bring it oh, back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Were you the tree or were you? No, I, was a, I had a speaking <laughs> role. I was, oh, a, nice. you know, Hark. I was someone's, I was some king or something. Oh, oh, some king. Wow. Nice. I was the dad or someone. Okay. Nice. Um, Who's the so, boss? Who was it? Uh, so, uh, no kidding. I was thinking about this the other day because, you know. Don't kid, don't kid like, us right now. This is a serious you know, fucking conversation. It's super serious. So, we're booking the venue, you know, for the dinner and all that. And I'm just like, dude, like, this is the, the, the weather is so nice in the evenings. And then, like, you know, we want to use that to socialize and to hang out. But, like. It's also like a good time to be driving out there maybe sometime, you <laughs> know, like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, maybe we could do like an evening uh, rally. A night rally? So tired, yeah. dude, after a day. Well, no, well, but I mean, it, it could be flip like, it. yeah, no, like it, gotcha. it could be, um, an, one of the days could be an evening thing or something, or, or, or it could be just a, an evening rally, but you've got to beef up your lighting and set up your car, to, you know, like do that. Maybe yeah. less cars, more spaced out, um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. I don't know how much we want to divulge here, but we can call uh, that one the Midsummer Night's Dream. Really. Yeah, exactly. That's that was the other thing that reminded me of it. Yeah, the Midsummer Night's yeah. Dream. MSMD. That'd be good. We start at like it starts at midnight. Ooh, uh, even better. This is like um, Japan style delivering tofu and whatnot. Yeah, this is yeah. Wa- Wangan, right? The uh, what do you call it? The um, uh, the Midnight Club. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Find a good ramen spot. Um. Yes. So. I'm looking forward to the rally. I think it's going to be great to get back to somewhat normal situations. One thing I can say is that we're doing that. We've never done this before where we're going to stay Thursday night before the rally. Not everyone does that, but we're going to stay at the same hotel Thursday night and Friday night. So it's kind of nice. You can leave your stuff in the room. Don't have things to pack and flop around. Um, Kind of be a little bit more set up at home, so to speak. But yeah, that's kind of nice. Um, and after all, it is like summer camp for us. So more kind of like hangout time at the same spot, the better. Makes I like that. So the first official night, we'll, we will have already been settled in. So you just go back and you already have, you don't have to worry about like bringing your Check stuff in. and getting your hotel. Because that's always a big process. You know, it's like, it's a good. There's, there's 80 people trying to get a hotel yeah. room, you know, yeah. a, about the same time. So And this way you're just like, let's meet at the pool. I already got or, my key. I'm yeah. good to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, probably put back a little chill session maybe by the pool, a little kicker. Yeah, total kicker. And then, uh, yeah, dinners and all that, whatnots. Uh, it's going to be good. It'll be good a little thing warmer. we're giving out um, Coast, I mean, uh, Sierra Range Rally uh, branded Speedos. Oh, that's right. That's right. So. And those are thong optional, I remember you were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You want to do a little more. Crotchless optional. <laughs> <laughs> But the nice thing is the crotch is optional. The crotch, if you do get it with crotch, it's edible. 
which is <laughs> yeah. that's my yeah. favorite part. Yeah, yeah, it's really and cool, we, dude. And it's kind of a uh, grab bag on uh, which one flavor and flavor, oh, flavor, yeah. flavor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grab bag. There's no pun intended. That's yeah. just yeah. That's just yeah. what we're calling it. Grab yeah. bag. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun, dude. Should be good. Should yeah. be good. And then uh, we should talk about something more, you know, uh, quicker on the calendar here, which is Morning Motors. Uh, you mentioned it earlier. I did. And it's on Instagram, so this is not a the first announcement by any means. Yeah. But uh, May 23rd, the old Wrigley Building. Be there or be square. Um, weather's shaping up so far. Fingers crossed. Uh, regardless, rain or shine, I think we can safely say. We're just going to do it. Does that sound good? Rain or shine? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. Um, I think uh, even Vandalay Industries is going to make it, which I think for everyone listening, that's a reason right there to come. Check it out. Um, what else is on the calendar? Is there something else I'm forgetting? We talked about Monterey Car Week and Camping While Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're into that type of thing, hit us up. DM us if you want to be part of that because I don't really know how we're going to be handling all that. Um, and we have a fall rally coming up as well. So if you missed out on this one, um, there'll be a fall rally, which is probably going to be in either Northern California. So North of Sacramento or Central California, but mm-hmm. kind of need to discuss a few options with that. And we'll announce that pretty soon. Yeah. Officially. I hope to get that one. I hope to get that one in the next what month or so. Something yeah. like that. Oh, what's up, Art? Oh, Art, you went to Hawaii. Was there any? Do you see any cars at all on your stay? No cars <laughs> at all on my stay. <laughs> Just golf carts and uh, airport shuttles. Pretty much. But by, by the way, uh, that's basically what people look like at the car show I went to. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What the f- yeah, Art is uh, putting his hat really low and kind of flipping up the bill. Yeah, but they had like does it say local Dickies, on the Dickies that were cut off about halfway on the calf, and then socks pulled up past that so it's like Underneath. you're wearing shorts but they're not really doing you much good yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's like the casual look better than sweatpants oh, i keep i keep having this uh this hot take that i'm uh i keep thinking about every time i see the the new bronco sport yeah i've seen one. quite a few of them on the road this is bronco and i just too, think huh? it's a really bad idea that they brought that out before the bronco i do too and I think because I see it, it as was that meant to be? I thought uh, it was almost like the the time it just they screwed up with the or something happened with the development. I have no idea, car, but right? regardless, it's tainting the name of the Bronco. And I think a lot of people are seeing this car. Like Warren originally was like, I saw the new Bronco. It's way smaller and kind of not that tough looking. It looks shitty. <laughs> and a lot I see a lot of people making that mistake, and I feel like it's tainting it. And people are like, Oh yeah, new Bronco's lame. Yeah, like I it just—it's a total Ford Escape. Like it, that's what it is. It's a Ford. Or they should have like, just named it something different. Yeah, and you that was have... the. Remember when the Bronco Two came out? That was yeah. a big mistake. Totally. Like calling it the Bronco was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a good take. That's not a hot and, take. That's a good. That's just a good take, Lane. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I just every time I see one, I'm like, kind of like I. I, I saw find a myself, bunch. I saw a bunch this weekend. I don't know for whatever reason. Maybe they're rental cars or they're something. They're probably rental cars, yeah. There's a oh, lot dang, of them. really? And well, uh, they have a good, really good color they're making. It's kind of like a grayish blue. Yeah, um, it's a good color. It's really nice. I think it's like single stage or meant to look that way. Very good. So It's not a single stage. Not a single stage. It's about non-metallic. Non-metallic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's and like it's, a... It's it's very... It has a lot of gray in it and a lot of, yeah. a lot of white. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. 
but uh, that was the only redeeming quality of that. Car. What is the, is the the main the real one just called the Bronco? It's not they don't yep. call it anything else. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't know when it's going to come out, but I think it's soon. It's just one of those things I'm like Man, I know. Fucking, I think that's you're that's and a, a lot of people one. are saying I have a Bronco, and then you're like, What Bronco do you you know, like and I think that was a problem they had with the Bronco and Bronco two as well, because the Bronco two was a piece of shit and the normal Bronco it was just a good kind of a truck, you know? And uh it kinda it did taint the name back then as well. Yeah, I agree. That's a good take, Lane. That's a good take. Yeah. So Ford, listen up, dude. Um Rad for sale. Uh, yeah. If you guys are I interested mean, in 80s and 90s cars, you should check out Rad for Sale. And, and if you have uh, a Bronco too, very, uh, you should probably list it there. Yeah. That's for right. sure. There's a very cool Supra on there that Lane facilitated the sale of. It's actually a friend of a friend of a friend, so to speak, and uh, a really cool car because of what it doesn't have, which is turbos and wings. Is that fair to say? And modifications. And modifications. That's right. I, I, free, um, I mean, free of I think all it's three. definitely it's a, a different thing. Yeah, I mean, it's the, also it, what I, it does have, which is a manual transmission and a hardtop, which is and an original owner car and a hardtop. Right. As I said, yeah, yeah. I wish there was better stats on the uptake of those those items. I didn't. I did some research and I could not find, you know, cars without wings and just NA NA Supras is such so a rare number. Yeah. I mean, you go through all like auction results of the last two or three years there's like yeah. two out of mm-hmm. you know a hundred and mm-hmm. a lot of those are automatics right or maybe one out of those two is an automatic or maybe maybe two out of two you know exactly Dude, there's a so in san francisco i used to drive past this one I, I might have mentioned it years ago on the podcast but it's kind of like the worst case scenario but i still felt bad and i wanted to save it somehow but it was a silver over black um, naturally aspirated automatic uh, T-top or Hollywood top, whatever arrow top they call it. Um, so it's like all of the things that are sort of, I mean, well, you know, the, the, the top is not that big of a deal. Hard tops are more desirable and more valuable, but it isn't like, you know, whatever some people like them and it's a GT car, but, but it, like you add all those things together and it had a little bit of rust, but it, it was always just sitting there, dude, in this one street. And I'm like, fuck, like, like, that's a car that maybe you do that turbo conversion and you fuck with who cares right because you're already starting with that situation but i wonder what happened to it and like it just like it would move like you from one side of the street to the other on street sweeping days it wasn't even it wasn't garaged it was street park just always filthy with like shit in the interior you know um just now we're gonna get dms and people like where is it where is it Yeah. yeah well this this one's cool because it is original owner unmodified and high mileage which for a car like this isn't a huge detractor because it's a, you know, a well-built Toyota, but, uh, it's just a rare package of things. You know, the, the gold package, black, black, gold package, no wing, hard top, manual transmission, unmodified Supra Mark IV. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's up now. And I think it has a couple more days left. So if you're listening, you'll have some time to check it out. And, uh, then there's also a, a very cool pinball machine, which I'm stoked to see kind of stuff like that rolling through. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen one of those in person. Have you guys? No. Not that specific model. It's, it's super it's cool, Checkpoint. too. And it's yeah. been restored. It's so nice. Like, like that'd be a great adi- addition to, like, any person's game room. Or if you imagine that, like, a loft in New York or something, you know. Or, like, in like, our, oh, like, Radwood office, yeah. you know, in the future. Yeah. I picture I it, like, I mean, or or in someone's, like, a high-end, like, a, like uh, repair shop or, or like, a tuner yeah. shop, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, in yeah, the waiting awesome. room or something. Like, it's, like, a cool thing to have there. Um, mm-hmm. I, 
I, I'm really stoked on it too because it's like lightly restored, so to speak. Like, so it, it wasn't, it hasn't been like totally overhauled and repainted and stuff. What they did is they just like, they almost like, um, they resto modded it in a way, right? Where like, you know, the, the, they did led lighting instead of like the original stuff. Um, they also replaced the original like dot matrix display, uh, with a new old stock one. They put like new old glass or new old stock glass on the back, like all of these little things that freshen it up. Right. But like, uh, without it like being too like overly restored. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a Porsche themed like uh, rally game, I guess that's what it is. And uh, it has the key on the left for the start. Like you start the, the ignition or whatever, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's got like a three, like little 356, um, you know, illustrations on it with uh, 930, a Testarossa, and I think a C4. Um, but yeah, there's, a, there's like an actual little scale model of a 930 in there inside of the, 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 the cabinet. And I was wondering, I was going to ask you guys, like, do you think that's like a Matchbox or a Hot Wheel? Like, because they obviously didn't make it their own, like right? It looks like it, probably, so or some other, yeah. Yeah, so if you pull it out underneath, it has all the stamping. Like, it's it. Like, they're not making that themselves, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, you can't see, they're not going to make that little toy, so. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a super rare one, or, because, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. 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 I almost want to like open it and check it out. Um, but yeah, I'd be cur- curious to see what it does. I mean, um, I, we, I mean, we, as you said, uh, Warren, you know, we love to see this kind of stuff roll through, like just kind of all lifestyle, rare, interesting things that are of the era. Um, we, we yep. would push through some other cabinets, you know, it doesn't have to be a pinball <laughs> machine, like an outrun. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. How about a, uh, um, Oh shoot! What's the four-person one? Daytona USA or well, uh, off-road? Yeah, yeah off-road. off-road. Oh, yeah. Uh, off-road. It doesn't even need to be automotive-related, by the way, for people listening. If you have something like that, that's just yeah. of the yeah, era. yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like a, pa- a, a tabletop Pac-Man is a really cool totally. thing. Totally. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Um, all right, on to questions. How about it? Uh, I, have, I have some. I have some uh, Roger Car updates. Oh, you do. I have okay. one update, one down date. Um, this is. It's been a while, but. Um, so update, I replaced the heater valve on the heater. So that that is fixed. All good there. Sorted. Um, it's a pain in the ass, as you expect. You know, a lot of moving around and underneath. And I removed the driver's seat, which made it a little easier. And stuffed a big towel under there and, like, drained as much as I could of the coolant. And, uh, you know, people can look up the fucking DIY for that. It sucks. <laughs> but um, the other thing, the down date is... Fun times. Well, I was down there, um, you know, I was looking up into the pedals and um, the freaking clutch master cylinder is seeping. <laughs> so um, th- that needs to go. Um, also a not a fun one. That's such a fun one to do. Dude, that's also upside not, down and inside out. I just did it not long ago. Corrosive horrible. fluid. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it sucks. Um, it doesn't feel too bad. Like I, I actually wouldn't have known, you know, like, cause you know, typically when it starts to go, like you almost start to crunch gears, right? Like you can feel the clutch, not like disengaging all the way, but yep. I don't, it feels okay. It's, but it's definitely something I would want to do before the rally, you know? Yeah. Um, and so did you, I, I found a, a YouTube video of some dude where he actually removed it on the engine bay side. Like he took the, like a hard, one of the hard lines. Um, and he, he basically removed it down in, closer to the master cylinder and like pulled the whole line in instead of yeah. like removing the line because you risk like breaking it i can't remember how i did it but i think i saw a similar video or some uh, someone was telling me that's how you could do it it was still a pain in the ass and there was a couple other like 
I think I tried to redo the bushings on the pedal and all the oh, linkage for that. At the same time, yeah. Because those were, had some play in it, and that was a major pain in the ass. Like the whole thing was just sucked. That was mm-hmm. a bad job. So, best yeah. of luck to you, or what best of luck that? to the or, shop is, that you is take. Is that it a drop off? Yeah. What What is that? Is that like a two hour job for a shop? Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely pay someone to do that. I would do. That I, would having sucks, done it, dude. Having just done it, like in recent memory, I would not do it again. Yeah, I've only done it once, like in the nine twenty eight. I did it, but I I actually just replaced the um, seals. The I did both. And the, stuff. Yeah, I did both hydraulic for the clutch and. Well, so no, I didn't even replace the unit though. I just I opened oh, it I up see. and replaced the seals and the yeah yeah the, oh, okay. the C clips and all that stuff inside. Oh, I see. All but right. that yeah, was yeah. even probably harder because you're dealing with these little things and I'm laying on my back doing it. So totally. I it was the access. I never it disconnected all- it. It was, it was all access based. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for that shit. Yeah. And yeah. then I was also like, you know, I was also reading that at that point you basically replaced the slave as well, right? Yeah. Because like yeah. well, you'll blow then, it out right away. Because exactly. it'll unless favor that. Yeah. Unless yeah. they're off, you know, one's been replaced recently or something like that. I need to check. I, 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 I didn't even look at it yet. So, I mean, um, yeah. I don't but think the I, slave's probably pretty yeah. easy. It's like right off. It, it, yeah. It's down it's, there. It's still, I mean, you, you need a rack to really do it. I mean, oh, you can really? do it on your. You can't just track it up. You could, but it's it's tough, man. I remember getting there was some fitting you had to get on it, and it was really hard to access. Like hmm. there was one bolt, if I remember correctly, that was just such a pain in the ass, and that's with the car up in the air. Huh. So uh, sounds like it's going to a shop. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can do it. Don't get me wrong. You can well, on the nine forty four, the slave's like a ten minute job, or so. It's just oh, two nice. bolts, and like it's super easy to just jack it up and do it. And yeah, then yeah. the uh, on the nine forty four, the master is in the engine compartment on the uh, booster so it's that's awesome hard. yeah that's super easy yeah. yeah yeah so yep. yeah fun fun jobs you know all the good ones um, i know that's I know. just like a new that's like buying a used car that's kind of like stuff that you have to do a lot you know yeah, yeah. totally or things that a lot are of cars are for a long time and then you get it and you're like okay well now it needs to be done yeah so here you are yeah, I'm just happy that I'm not going to have a fucking, am I going to blow my head gasket or have like boiling coolant all over Lord. my feet? No, <laughs> you're stoked, dude. Knock on wood right. there, guy. Knock Look, on that wood. Part. I know, right? Knock on wood. I, I had a little, I had a little um, issue in my car where um, it was, it would die sometimes when the fan would kick on. Oh, so like uh, the idle up valve or whatever didn't like. So whatever, the, just the power it takes to switch the fan on was making the car die and then i'd have to start it up you know it would be fine but it would just like it would cause enough of like a change in the voltage or whatever where it would Mm. kill the car and um and then also it was happening where i would put the stereo on and if i accelerated it would like basically turn off the stereo it would like it wouldn't it wouldn't shut off the electricity but it would make it where it didn't have the power to whatever sounds like bad ground so so it was a bad ground um is was what I thought it was. So I basically just and I'd recently had the battery replaced um when it was in. I just I gave him the battery and he put a new battery in. Uh so I took the ground off and just cleaned it up and put it back on and it seems to be good now. So it's not before you would like feel the alternator or sorry, the the fan kick on and it would you'd feel the draw, like the RPMs would blip down and that's when the engine would die and it wouldn't always happen. Mm -hmm. And so far since I like took the ground off and then I took the ground off at the engine compartment and I cleaned both of those and put them back and it, and it hasn't had that problem, but it was definitely one of those ones where you're like, it was, yeah, definitely 
annoying. And then I was in a yeah. parking lot at one point. I turned it to aux, and it didn't have power. Um, so I was, you know, that was another sign. It was like definitely not. It just wasn't getting power at that point. Um, so yeah, that seems to be fixed now, which is nice. And when that happened, when the when the aux, uh, when I didn't have any, and I was like, oh shit, there's no power at the car. I was in oakland at a home depot in a home depot parking lot and i was pretty oh. like wor- you know for a second there i was like fuck <laughs> uh, and i was meeting up to i was meeting uh the owner of the jaguar of this 52 jaguar xk120 that i shot uh took pictures of for bonham's auctions and uh i was like on my way there and it was just a whole you know Oh you shit! Know, it was on the way. Scared of all that, you're like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. dude, all this yeah. shit. You know, you're instantly looking for cars to buy. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't have my. So the situation was, I was at Home Depot because my phone, for some reason, I didn't charge it overnight. I have one of those little charge pads, and it's kind of annoying. You have to put it on perfect. Uh, and I, my phone was about to die, so I went to Home Depot to find, and I didn't have my little charge pack, my battery tender, in the car. So I had to buy something to plug into the cigarette lighter or whatever, and I bought one of those. I don't know if you guys have seen them. They're like a quick charge, like a disposable, good for the environment, some bullshit, but uh, a disposable little charge pack that gives you like four hours of juice. So it charged it up to like 50% or 40%, um, but they're like $5.50. And you you throw throw it away? Yeah, they come with a little lightning cable sticking Mm -hmm. off of it and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and they're made probably. out of paper, like the things. It's Whoa. it's a cardboard. Nice. Wow. Interesting. So, yeah. Huh. Never heard of it. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought you were joking about the environmental <laughs> impact. No, that's what they're claiming. I mean, I mean, you're still throwing stuff away, right? It's, it can't be good. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I but guess it has less impact. impact than something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, right. <laughs> it doesn't have less impact than having a cable in your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Uh, that's annoying though, right? When you have so many of those things at home and it's like, ah, you have to oh, go buy yeah. another one. Like, I, I have like yeah. shelves. I have like boxes full of them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I cleared my car out and didn't even think about it. So, um, here we go. Question time. Ben Rogat says, what's the best paint color for a car? And does it vary by decade? Uh, there's no answer to this question but there is an answer that it does vary by decade brand make model size every other thing uh country of origin size uh yeah (laughs) right i mean (laughs) dude like a like um like a off whitish yellow looks like would look like shit on a new car but it looks great on a Jaguar XKE or, a, you know, or something or like a that. Or a W123 Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. Or an MGB. Um, yeah, there's so many. It changes so much. Like chrome on the car or not having chrome is a big one. Big, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually not a fan of, like I mentioned before, but I really don't like bronze it, you know, the the BMW uh-huh. color. But that color looks really cool on old classic cars, right? Metal bumper, like like it's a light metallic gold. Like like it looks great on, on some of these. I mean, even like a, I think like a short wheelbase or a long nose 911, like those, or sorry, long hood 911, those look rad in like those light pale gold metallics. They look beautiful. Uh-huh. But, um, but for some reason on BMWs, I think it looks gross. <laughs> it just it yeah. doesn't work. 
Bobby Reed with the car says, well, driving to Eastern Washington a few years ago, I witnessed the Washington State Patrol pull over a car for driving 65 in the left lane of a 70 mile per hour zone. What is the most satisfying cop pullover you've seen? <laughs> That's a good Man, one. I would love for that to be a thing in California. That is just I yeah, I would love something to be else a to change. patrolman just and and just focus on that all day. Can you imagine how many tickets you would give? <laughs> and just get the word out. It's like, dude, you're gonna get a ticket if you drive slow in the in the fast lane. Yeah. You better and, get or over. or passing on the right also, just like both, yeah. you know, just get them both. Um but dude, so I want I wanna I guess I'm jumping right in on this, but it wasn't something like that where it's like people doing like something that is extremely frustrating like that. It was a bigger deal. It was like, I was driving actually near Paso. We talked about Paso earlier. Um, and it was probably like around like 9 PM and I was in the fast lane and there was this car coming up on me super quick. And I moved over to the right lane to the, the right lane. And this guy almost sideswiped me. And it was, um, it was an, a Scion XB and it was like partially oh, yeah. wrecked already. Like uh, the front, yeah the, yeah, the front right corner was already crunched in and like, it looked kind of fresh and he's like weaving all over the place. And I immediately slowed way down to like give him some space. And he goes into the shoulder, like kicks up a bunch of dirt. And so I call, I actually called 911 right away. I'm like, dude, this guy is like totally out of it. Um, and, um, so within, I'd say two minutes, there was they they had phoned someone up ahead. There was a highway patrolman up ahead near town, and he caught him. And I saw the whole thing go down, and that was that was awesome to actually see him pulled over and off the road because that was really fucking dangerous. I mean, they, they must have been super hammered or something. But I do the same thing yeah. every time I see a PT cruiser. I just pick up the phone yep, right away and I yeah. say, "This guy's <laughs> drinking Bartle and James uh, wine coolers, and uh, clearly something's wrong with the decision making." So. Yeah, that's all you need. You don't need to throw an alcohol, man. Just like, you know what? This person bought this vehicle. There's <laughs> obviously something wrong with them. And it's clean. So that means they care about it. So <laughs> get this lunatic out of here. It's crazy. And they've got a club, a car club sticker on. <laughs> I have similar stories to yours where it's uh, someone pulls some bullshit, uh, whatever it is, like passy sketch or tailgating. And then, you know, five minutes down the road, they're the one pulled over. Nice. Yeah, it's like, yeah I've had yeah. those for sure. Yeah. Uh, John Rye says, if you just got a new to you car and you have a couple of things you want to do to it, do you get all the parts then start or just mod as things come in? Talking about salvage yard stuff mostly. Hmm. I think, I think you gotta do it as they come in, right? Depends if they're related or not, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Oh, yeah. It's like if, like in this case, like I would probably not do my clutch slave cylinder if the the clutch master is in here, right? Like, but those like in that yeah. case, you would do them both at the same time. You don't want to be back in that same area and and disabling the car for two different yeah. things that are related. Like that doesn't make sense. So yeah. otherwise, but you yeah, also like, don't yeah, want to yeah. compile parts and then have to like you want to like tackle little jobs rather than like put, make it one big thing right. where it's overwhelming. You know. It's like a full two weekends of stuff yeah. versus just like, you know, you can do your brake pads one weekend and then, yeah. you know, another time do yeah. your oil change or whatever. A Niceberg Slim says, is it weird that during the warm months, I often prefer to drive with the windows up with no AC? I like having AC as an option, but I feel like it could stop working at any time. <laughs> this is like my thing with like every electrical power option in your car is a finite number of uses. So if you want to use your sunroof, especially on an old car, Radwood era car, and it's electric sunroof, power sunroof, you know, you got to pick your, maybe pick your battles a little more carefully than just willy nilly. Uh, Sometimes every time you using get in. that stuff helps though. 
That's yeah. true. So too. using AC definitely helps because yep. you don't use seals. it, you're gonna those seals are gonna go out. And um, using your sunroof with a using grease your sunroof, it's gonna not have yep. grease and it's gonna be put mm-hmm. more strain on the end, on the motor and all that yeah. stuff. So how about uh, power opening tailgates on newer cars? I, I, I have no, no, I don't know. No knowledge. <laughs> I use it every single day. <laughs> see? Yeah. But see, that's a newer car thing and you're, you know, you're u- used to it. Used yeah. to using it. Yeah, it's a Porsche. I'm, I'm sure it's overbuilt, right? Like, <laughs> no. When it breaks, it'll be really expensive. Yeah. Exactly. But use your AC, nice bird. Come on. You that's pretty brutal, it. dude. AC he, he said he rolls up the windows and... I know that's almost masochistic. Like you're trying to. Where does he live? Doesn't he live like in New York or something? I don't know, but uh, use it. Use it or lose it. It sounds like you got to enjoy that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now the people that have it just on at all times—that's another story. But yeah, that's annoying. uh, Yeah, that's annoying. My my Uh, favorite is windows down with AC. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? (laughs) I don't mind that. (laughs) One of my cousins did that, and that was really annoying. That's so lame. You do AC on the floor, and then you do windows up top. I mean, newer cars, newer cars kind of almost require, in a way, you kind of always have AC going. What? Because you would just put the climate, you'd have to have climate control. Oh, and if you have it on auto. It yeah. And yeah, yeah. Well, I hate auto. I'm anti-auto. I don't know where you guys stand on auto. It's the worst. Fan blasts out of nowhere. So Doesn't I think they've done on. pretty good on some modern cars with it. Yeah. They do a pretty good job. It's not like the... 80s auto like remember sob i remember sob 9000s were the worst dude you get in those things it's like a wind tunnel and then every time you'd have to turn it down exactly there was no no off of automatic uh but i feel like they do a pretty good job these days my mercedes if i hit defrost it's just full blast you know and a lot of times that's okay but i can do with i don't i don't need like starting off from nothing it's just a little bit of condensation and it's gone immediately and it's just like too much Mm-hmm. Take it easy. Take it easy, Defrost. Take it easy. Let's see. SF Production Gabe says, ever own a car with a welded diff? How horrible is it really? Um, I have not. Never own one. Art would be the one. I, I'm looking at Art. Yeah, he said no. I oh. didn't. Yeah, but I, I've heard I, them I coming to, I I've heard them come into <laughs> Radwoods and Morning Motors, and it looks terrible. <laughs> They're chattering, yeah. making yeah. parking spots and tight turns. It looks really bad. But yeah, that's yeah. all I can tell you. Yeah. Uh, Big Fat Flip says, when camping with the fam, bare essentials or everything but the kitchen sink. Oh, we kind of covered this last time a little bit. Um, got it. Depends on the family, Big Fat Flip. I got to tell you, everyone's different. Some people roll in with a pusher prevost and satellite TV and a microwave, and then other people are sleeping on the ground. With well, I think he's asking your opinion. Spiders. You're the camper, mm-hmm. dude. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what does your family put up with? Like, Art's family is going to be a lot different than my family for what we're comfortable with, I'm imagining, right? Imagining. I don't know um, if he's a big camper. You know, are you are you a big, big I've, camper? I've been known Art? to roll in in an RV to a campsite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think you go as bare minimum as you can because people always overpack and for trips anyways, but you're just hanging out at a campsite usually. It's not like you have a lot of time to do all this other stuff, so just whittle it down that's all i can that's yeah advice i kind of it's dude i kind of feel that way about hotels in some ways it's like depend you know it depends on the hotel sometimes the hotel is the experience but like a lot of times it's like you're barely going to be at your hotel like you know go go spend your money elsewhere go enjoy your right. time you're just going to be sli- you're probably going to arrive at 10 p.m you're going to do some email and fall asleep and wake up you know it's like <laughs> tv a, sh- a bathroom you're good 
Like, so, what is yeah, it? Three S's? I, I, I kind of agree, but I think a lot of times it's about the. It's not about your room because the room rooms are pretty standard as far as like all you want is a clean room, right? And for the most part, yeah. like even a, a good, not, the nice difference bed. between a $120 hotel room and a $500 hotel room, the room isn't that much different. It's the amenities at the hotel or what the hotel has to offer. And that's that's the big difference for me. It's like like staying at a hotel with like a good restaurant's like pretty rad, you know, like yeah. or a good bar and, and a good pool. Um, that's what you're paying for more than the room itself. Right. Right. That's true. This but is that's true. a different conversation than camping. I know. Yeah. But I, I think what he was saying though, is like, if you have just the bare essentials, just so when you get back, you have your barbecue, you have your stuff or whatever you're going to cook with your, your, your yeah. gas stove and your decent bed in your tent and you're fine, what do you right? really need? Like, yeah. What, yeah, what's the important yeah, stuff? Yeah, I think the one thing when I don't, I'm not a big camper, but when I have gone camping, it's like we talked about this in the last one, but it's like I think you could you you can never bring enough comforters and pillows. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And, and I think those are things where a lot of times you don't bring enough of those. You're like, oh, People bring a sleeping bag and a yeah. camping pillow, and they're yeah, like, yeah, and That's it's fine. nice to have a blanket to put on the ground before your pillow before that. your your sleeping bag and then maybe have another comforter on top of that that you could also double as a pillow and kind of yeah. you know that's where the that's where you should really be thinking about is that kind of comfort comfort oriented stuff but yeah the people that overpack like snacks and they'll, like my wife and i are probably victims of this too we'll go to trader joe's and it's like well uh chocolate covered pretzels we need those yeah, we need yeah, yeah. the chips and queso dip and also this other thing that we would never eat at home you know like mm-hmm. we don't even have the time to eat that stuff but we got to bring all that stuff and then we end up bringing all of it home you know yeah. we have like although that is part of the experience of camping right it's like because you are just hanging out so you're it's like you're you eating this much. stuff that you normally wouldn't eat. You're kind of you create like, these use cases. You're like, well, we might take that walk down to the cliff with the yeah. view, and what, if we do that, we're going to need more. We need this five pounds of granola. Exactly. Chaycor uh, says, "What is the most pointless option on a car you've owned uh, that the first owner ticked the box for?" I would say my seats in my Mercedes Benz are uh, the dynamic seats. Oh yeah, and they're also like the first generation of those seats, and they're they don't really work <laughs> anyways. Mm. And they're just like I'm sure they were an expensive option. I bet it was part of a bigger package, not just the seats alone. Um, and the ventilation is really weak on them. They're ventilated, air conditioned mm. seats, but you barely feel them compared to like a Ford of the era. Um, those things are like ice cold. These, you don't even know they're really on. Um, it's more of just like a feels good because you see the blue light on the dash. But uh, otherwise, it's like the pulsing massage is pretty whack. The bolsters are supposed to increase as you go around turns, but they don't really work quick enough. Um, the whole <laughs> thing is just like... <laughs> it's like you're already going straight and you're being pushed over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, oh, shit, wait, I forgot. And then uh, it's over. But... Uh, I don't know what the new ones are like. I know BMWs are pretty good, but I haven't driven in a brand new dynamic seat Mercedes, but I'm sure they're much better. And that was an expensive option. I imagine that package was a lot. Yeah, sure. Especially on a 320. Like, that was the base engine, too. So someone, like, optioned this car up for it's not a V8 or anything. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on, and, uh, and this is kind of a, a out on a limb kind of thing, but like leather, like I, you know, it's kind of a weird one, but like when, when cloth would have been a better choice, like, uh, like 
my E30, like I know by default that the IS came with the leather, but like you could have ordered it with fabric and that would have been way cooler. <laughs> you know, right. like and I would prefer that. Um, it's not necessarily like checking a box for uh, air conditioning or stereo or stuff like that, but I can't think of anything else. That That's just one that has been pretty consistent or I, I would prefer the cloth option if it, when it is available. Lane, you got anything? I don't have anything. I can't, mm. I can't think of anything. Okay. Um, Chris Cluel says, I'd really love to have a discussion sometime on the case for the straight road. It gets a bad rap. Yeah, I, I think we might have to have this conversation with Chris because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I think it's, and maybe he's talking about like, that moment like at dusk when you're just like solo out there and like you're yeah. just driving straight into the horizon and you're, you know, maybe the windows the, are down. I also down, do think a right. very scenic straight road, you know, if it has a like the Monument Valley thing or the Big Sur yeah. picture I posted where it's like a long vanishing point straight road with some cool scenery has definitely a an aesthetic to yeah. it. But Yeah, and that's not that's not. The, the driving is less the a driving part of it. is it's separate like, right? yeah it's like it's more the that you're but you're you are in your car and you're driving so that 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 experience is cool but it's it's not because it's engaged and twisty it's because yeah. you're out there motoring man and in, in right. and, and maybe I if i had a new you know uh super fast ferrari um my opinion would be different because i could blast down those straightaways in a different way than i do in my e30 like it doesn't there's no yeah huge reward for that straight I guess I'm, I'm thinking about how long does that fun last for though you know it's like it's i can see that too and I, I enjoy you know i enjoy a good like sunset when you're driving and a beautiful you know going along the coast isn't a great uh driving road at least up by us you know like going up to san francisco from santa cruz there's not a lot of like it's a lot of just straightness and you know kind of but it is a lot about the view and stuff but how long does that view engage you you know you're like all right this is enough let's get to where we're going now or yeah. let's get to some fun roads uh i think his you know he's driving out to our um our rally from minneapolis and i think a lot of that might be that he has made that trip before and that's a pretty gnarly mm -hmm. trip with probably a lot of straight roads and yeah. he probably enjoys that you know parts of that road um yeah. because of what you guys are talking about zoning out yeah i don't know i mean that th there's also the freaking like, the worst right which is like i5 which is like you're in a situation where yeah. you're basically stuck with like all this horrible traffic going hundreds of miles straight semi you know? trucks on your right yeah yeah and you can't and everyone's passing on the right to get nowhere because you the person in front of you isn't going anywhere and it's just yeah, like that's super frustrating i and i but that's a whole other thing. Maybe versus, we'll record a yeah. podcast on the rally with Chris and he can, he can sell us on it. Yeah. We yeah. could talk about his experience driving out and stuff. Maybe. Um, Sevistal says, what's a modern car creature comfort that you didn't care for at first, but now you can't live without. Can't live without. I mean, I, I do like a good heated seat nowadays as I get older. Um, not in my like vintage cars per se, but a modern car feature. I, was, on a modern car if like it all depends too with me it's like a lot of things i couldn't live without commuting once i had them but yeah. driving just the way i drive now is you know i drive around town like like uh, the most i drive is two miles you know from place to place so 
nothing really is a big deal, but uh, Bluetooth, having a good Bluetooth was a big deal mm. commuting where, and I'm like having that, I was like, oh, I can't go back to having an older car, you know? Like, right. I was, that's a good, that's a good one actually. I was thinking CarPlay, but I've never owned a car with CarPlay, but yeah. I've been in plenty that have it. Mm-hmm. And that's a really nice feature. Yeah, CarPlay was awesome. Um, that was just that's taking that Bluetooth a step further, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just having that easy access to like playing your podcasts and music and all that stuff, and and going on a phone call was like yeah, so nice, you know. But yeah. I think with my 2010 TDI, I got a taste of that, and then the the 2017 GTI like was even a step better with having CarPlay. And that that was a huge deal, dude. And heated seats are really nice too for the morning drive. And then also having good air conditioning is a huge one. That is, I mean, that's almost like doesn't even. It's not even a thing anymore, right? Like good AC is pretty standard on any modern car, but yeah. But we drive a lot of old cars and stuff too. Oh, I know, but he's saying modern. Oh, yeah, modern car creature comfort. I guess you could talk about that in a vintage car, but. So one that, um, and I agree with you with all with Lane on the heated seats and the Bluetooth. Those are basically like top priority for me now. But and I think across the board we agree there. But one that is missing from our Cayenne, and you know we bought it used. We bought it was pretty much perfect. It checked almost every single box except one, and is that it doesn't have keyless entry, and like, and that's so annoying now. So you crazy, know, like, it didn't come with it. Wait, I know that you it, have dude, to it, put your key Porsche, into the dude. door. No, 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 no. It's like a, you have to freaking you have to click fob. it. You have oh, to click yeah, it. yeah. That's but it keyless entry. But it doesn't have like, no, no, no well, it's, like comfort it's access keyless or whatever. Keyless is not having to touch the key at all. So like my GTI, you, yeah. you just go up, put your hand in and open the door. Yeah. You put your hand in the door. Exactly. And you never have to touch your key ever. So what do the they GTI. call it when you use a key fob? I thought that was keyless entry. That's keyless a, keyed that's entry a, is like where you use a key to open the door. Um, I don't know. Well, uh, on And BMWs yeah. call it comfort access. I don't know what... Uh, uh, Keyless, keyless go, go. keyless go, keyless is go Porsche. Mercedes Benz. Yeah, but Porsche that also. keyless go is just to go, right? To go. Like, oh, right. But I think it also does the door. Yeah. I'm just curious what you call a key fob then, because that's keyless entry. Like in the old Radwood era, that's keyless entry. Yes. I don't correct. know what you call it now, but that was keyless entry. Now this is something else. It's like a, I don't even know it's what they call access. it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, mm. I'm calling it keyless entry now. So yeah. <laughs> when you yeah, say keyless, like, you don't have keyless entry. I'm like, you have to go to the door and cl- turn a key. Like that's crazy. It's like modern keyless entry. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what else you would call it. I'm sure they're probably Kelia, keyless access or. Yeah. Like or access maybe. Kelia is good. Uh, that's, but that's an, an annoying one. And, and um, you know, next car we get, I definitely want to make sure that's a thing, you know, when we replace this one, because, yeah. um, you know, like you know, Mercedes had that card that you would put in your wallet. It was oh, like yeah, a credit card. That. Yeah, I never, never actually saw that it. Never really caught on, right? I mean, yeah. now it's, yeah. it's still this big fob you have to carry around that does it, but it's all proximity based. And then the proximity fobs are entry huge on like BMWs and stuff. I know, they're like a computer. They're like another cell phone. You have to it's carry like a little around. Game Boy. You can play. Oh, one big one. I, um, four windows, like one touch, four window down. That's cool. Oh, that's nice. There's that's a lot cool. of cars where mm-hmm. the backs still aren't four wind or you know one touch, and that's annoying. That is annoying. Yeah, especially with kids and stuff because they're always messing with the windows, and then mm-hmm. you get to your destination, you just want to like do one press, you know? Yeah, yeah, that is annoying. Um, also, <laughs> I mentioned it before on I think my Mazda that was like a couple. The Mazda was like a great. Uh, my Mazda CX-5 was a great car, and I thought they were really well built and it felt very germanic in a lot of ways but compared to like the volkswagens it it was 
missing a lot of stuff that you wouldn't think it was you kind of would compare the two you'd be like oh these are the same but the you know like what's better about the volkswagen like backlit the volkswagen had every button was backlit like on all the doors the mazda only the driver door window switches were backlit Mm. and that doesn't like you don't really think about that stuff until you like live with a car but Mm. the fact that you didn't to look you know at night you're looking you don't see any of the controls you know and right. it's, it it's it's just little details like that and then also having a rear a good rear air vents is a big deal mm. um mm. where for like the, the Mazda actually didn't have a center rear air vent for air conditioning it had these little ones like under the seat that you can't or see on the it didn't, door. Yeah, it didn't right. have oh, the door ones either no it didn't console. have the no. B pillar no. ones no. so it just had these like hidden ones under the seat but they weren't they weren't great. You couldn't change the direction or anything like that. And I think that's a that's a big deal as well. Where like the Volkswagen had a control, you can turn it on and off. You can turn it had a fan. I believe yeah. it had it a seems fan like, speed and it had direction. And Lane, I think like with the new CX series, like they've really like upped their game. I feel like ma- a lot of those little Probably, things have yeah. changed now, right? Like where you have the backlit uh, buttons and like yeah, they really I don't know. made the interior. Mine way was more a twenty fourteen, so it was like first yeah. year of that new body style. The, gotcha. You know. Oh, before yeah. yeah, before the most recent one, like before the, the new Beak. Yeah. But you know, first yeah. year of that the the body was exactly the same. Was like so, the, Warren, I have a, a definition for you. Okay. Keyless entry, also sometimes called passive entry, as it allows drivers to enter their vehicle without using a key fob or traditional metal key. True keyless entry is extremely convenient and blah, 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 blah. So now they're calling keyless entry, but if you want to be really specific, passive, it's passive entry. Gotcha. Like, yeah. And are yeah. you're so right? Because I was like, it, it was so nice to have that. You're walking yeah. out to your car in the morning. Yeah, I've never had that. And you don't, you have a coffee in one hand and you just want to like, you have your backpack or whatever. And I, would, I would always totally. have a backpack with a computer and I just go up, fucking put my hand in the door and it would unlock right away and i pull the handle and you're good to go that's very nice uh pedal commute says uh are you going to bring back the best photo contest at this month's morning motors (laughs) he asks this every month dude fucking lane what are you gonna do you're asking so i'm doing it yeah put it on the put in your mental calendar yeah my mental calendar has it my mental calendar is good warren you called me out for my mental calendar calendar and it was a lack of reading comprehension not like and I mentioned no, this on the Patreon yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But your your mental calendar is good. I'm not. I don't hating, but um, it's we're starting to see cracks in the. No, it wasn't in, in the, the calendar. It was uh-huh. in. This is the, a classic the, mental calendar guy <laughs> argument. You know. So I hung out with Nick uh, the other day. He, he and I both have the same had the same reading comprehension problem. I know. I know. So that's all. Let's see how it goes. These are terrible. Uh, <laughs> All right, so what is this uh, photo contest? How does this work? People tag basically. Motors? So, at the next morning motors, take pictures. Um, hashtag DWA Morning Motors, and we will go over your photos. You know, within I don't know what the time frame is going to be. Let's say, <laughs> let's a say week. five days, so a week. You know, the next week, uh, the weekdays after before the after next podcast. morning motors. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Sure. And then um, we're going to pick the best photo, and whoever wins will get a little uh, swag bag. 
So in that case, it's got to be like within a couple days from the show because we record on so Tuesday. So before it would, uh, yeah, that's see, that's, that's hard. fine because that's, people that's post. Fine. Yeah, yeah, people yeah, post yeah. the same day usually. So. Yeah, that's totally fine. So within yeah. two days of the show, essentially. Yeah, we'll announce it on the following or within a podcast. A uh, the winner and what does the winner get? Uh swag bag. We'll we'll figure it out. Swiggle, swaggle bag. Swiggle, biggle. Swiggle. All right. And you could be featured in Lane's mental calendar. Just yeah. Oh, and date. we'll share the we'll share the picture on our Instagram as well. Oh, well, that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Got a couple more here, and then we're done. Uh, Hushy Pushy says, besides a Volvo, what preferably Radwood era rear wheel drive car would you LS swap that would be more fun on a DW rally than a Corvette or Camaro? So is this then a Corvette or Camaro of that era? I imagine so. Which any car would be better than a yeah. 80s Camaro. Basically, or a Corvette. <laughs> right? Well, fun yeah. is the thing, right, too. It's like fun. This, so. Uh, I mean, you know, the easy low-hanging fruit stuff, like, you know, what about a Conquest, a Starion? That'd be, that'd be fun. It's a pretty small yeah. little yeah. package. That's what our, our friend Andrew is doing, right? That's yeah, right. he's got one. And then, I'm trying to get him uh, to come on the rally. Our buddy uh, Eric Campagna is LS swapping his 240SX. That's a pretty good one. Dang, he Small, is. good chassis. Uh, I think a, I mean, I don't, it's not something I'd want to own, but, or, you know, I actually, I would take it. But an I-44 is a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about an E30? E30 would be great. Be ripping. Yeah, it's just That's a matter of like, is that what you want? That's Probably a drift not. car, like, though, right? I don't, personally, but, but it's still more fun than a compare, you know, than a C4 Corvette. I would say almost any car would be a cooler option than yeah. one of those two things on all. But yeah, I would. You would want an, an LS swapped E30 on a rally, like I, not compared I to mine. Like, no, I'm just saying compared to having a, a standard oh, yeah, 85 two, Camaro. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, that two. would be. R- it's not. Sweet. That's what I was saying, Art. It's not necessarily like what we would do. You'd rather have like a, a big six, you know, BMW six or K swap, but yeah. it would still be a fun car and more fun than a stock C5 Corvette. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, I yeah, agree. like I guess it's just, you would just be sliding around everywhere. You can't really put the power down. But That's I'm trying like to think of something thing. that is like really like usable too, like that because fun would be going fast and being able to put the power down. That's what I'm thinking in my head. FDRX7, <laughs> FDRX7, FDRX7? Is, is is a very good one, and I've seen that. Uh, and yeah. it's it's a pretty solid package. Um, what's his name? Uh, but Tim from BBI claims that 944 handles an LS very well. Um, yeah. and it actually. I've heard the power down because you can put a shit ton of tire in those cars too, right? So, and uh, you're not messing with weight distribution stays pretty like 50 50. Yeah, and the weight and it's also pretty low, right? So the the Mm -hmm. low center gravity up front on those. Um, Yeah, those are all good options. Uh, But and I agree, yeah, because it's like I mean those cars are not necessarily super special, right? (laughs) Like you know, in terms of this type of driving. Yeah, Yeah, they're good cars, like tons of grip. Both you know Camaro and a. Corvette can be like crazy G-force cars and really good on a track, but I don't know if they're. I wouldn't say they're like the most fun car to hustle on the roads that we take on rallies. Well said, well said. Um, Cal Speed says, "Any plans to be at Legends of the Autobahn during Monterey Car Week?" I haven't no, really thought about it. Are no we, plans for that. We should so, probably try to go. 
Well, I think he's asking Bradwood. Oh, yeah. Radwood. Yeah. Uh, no. no, we are not, not we're doing. going to be there this no. year. But uh, as far as like us personally, DWA, I think we could make an appearance. It's a yeah. I don't know show, if that right? really screams as like the place to be though on Saturday for me. No, but I could see going for like an hour or two. Yeah. Yeah. Could check it out. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, it. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure what they're doing this year as far as like. Yeah. I think there was going to be a. It also depends what we decide on doing because we were, we have talks about maybe doing something. I know we need to talk about that. I tried to ask Art questions, he never answered. But um, you know, I, I didn't answer. Yeah, I did. That's all. I did answer. Uh, I gave you a breakdown, mm. even. <laughs> did you? Oh, he broke it I down. Did. He was. Like, I think. I think this Lane, is reading go comprehension back to your calendar. Let me know what calendar guy. Uh, I'm going back to it now. I remember is there you a breakdown about by Art? something about. Uh, we're talking about a morning motors. Uh, you were talking about oh, that one. one, the other one. Yeah, you the were other talking one about doing something to. along the side of the fruit, along the da, there. Yeah, and he did, was saying, did. "Well, we've already talked about the airport and de, 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 this <laughs> yeah. place in Monterey along yeah. the coast, kind of, and maybe yeah. that's an opportunity." Yeah. <laughs> curated space, curated space, curated right, space last, party. Last question. Barbecue. Last question. What? What? Are we, so, propeller center instead of the jet center? You know, more analog. Yeah. I don't know. That's right. Dan Serralo says. One year only for cars and music. What do you choose? This is such a hard question. He says, I'll take 94 grunge albums and JDM Radness. That's he a picked very, a great year, dude. Very I'm, good I've always claimed 94 answer. is the year of music for our it's for so our It's a very good year. Yeah. It's hard to beat that year for music yeah. of all it's right genres. In that, right in that phase. I mean, you you can go earlier, and there's definitely every year's good for something. But uh, yeah. I think that's hard to beat. That's for hip-hop, for like great rock. I mean, there's, there's, oh, that's man. a, that's a kill. One hit wonders. That's a great year. I mean, in 94, it was like, I was 14 years old. Everything music was like the world. Yeah. And Freshman cars, in like, high school. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a really good one. I, I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just going cars. With it. And then what are, what are cars in 94? McLaren F1. Uh, McLaren F1. <laughs> could you claim 993 because it's a 95? So they can you came claim, out that year. Yeah, yeah can you I'm claim, claiming yeah, whatever you can get. E36 yeah. M3. 968. E36, E36 M3 came out in 94. That's the thing. Those cars were, they were available. That's when you would buy them was 94. Uh, and it's yeah. pre-OBD2. Uh, yeah, 968, 993. Um, a lot of good McLaren stuff, McLaren F1. Um, Supras. Yeah, GT1. FDRX sevens, all those three thousand GTs, yeah. three hundred ZXs. New Edge, what, what, is that New Edge Mustang? Is that what that's called? I, no, that's the uh, that's that's the SN ninety five. Oh, SN ninety five. Yeah, those yeah, are so, uh, those are gross. But I just <laughs> I'm just kind of half the, joking. It's the one with the. It still had the five liter V eight then in ninety five. Mm. Oh, New Edge is the one that that, that the Terminator, right? Yeah, that yeah, body the, style. Yeah, yeah, it's more squared off edges. Those are cool looking. Um, By the way, I'm starting yeah. to feel, um, uh, I think, Woozy? signs of my COVID vaccination. Oh yeah, oh, are you boy. feeling heavy? What is it? Uh, I'm kind of like I'm really hot. Oh, yeah. well, you've always it's been called hot. a fever. It's called a fever. Yeah, line. I think I have <laughs> and a fever. It's, it sounds like it's Mustang fever. Advil. Oh, Mustang fever is right. Do you got the energy Advil. for a couple questions? Yeah, a couple for sure. Uh, trivia. Sure. Trivia. Pop some Advil, Lane. If I can get yeah. this. Yeah, you should take Man, a Advil sucks. preemptively. Mm-hmm. Lane, I think this hat makes me look fat. Look at this. Let me see. Take <laughs> it off. Oh, whoa. <laughs> fat boy and then not fat boy. It's just it's like, the... Uh, it's like a, it's t- too puffy and wide. See, it's making me look uh-huh. puffier than I already am. 
Uh, you guys may know some of these because they're based on news stories if you're following the news these days, but... I don't do that. Trivia time. Um, there is going to be a gas shortage, fuel shortage. Oh. Do you know why? I just yeah, heard about this on Rad Dad on Instagram. Oh, really? On Rad Dad? <laughs> oh, that's where you get your news from? <laughs> yeah. There and uh, what's the Cholo one that I follow? Uh, oh, Fool's Gone Foo, Wild? Fool's gone, Foo's gone Wild, yeah. That one's so that's intense. That's all dude. my news. Fool's Gone Wild is gnarly, man. It's like, it's so it's so dirty. It makes me uncomfortable. It's it's kind of like the, it's like the American version of, of uh, uh, what is it? this the Russian one. What is it? The, yeah. Look at this Russian. Look at this it's, Russian. So, it's so gnarly, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's, that gets heavy. Dude, there was yeah. such a good Foo's Gone Wild last week. I was, Oh, I, forgot to, I was going to send it to you guys, dude. There's I don't follow them. I, that's off my oh, radar. Man, you it's, gotta it's, so, it, man. it's so ridiculous, dude. It's, it's, like, so the, good, it's dude. like the underbelly of Mexican-American Chicano shit. Right, right. <laughs> it's gross. They probably show that one that one clip of that guy dancing along the car show. You know, oh, yeah. Little, dude, like, that guy has like, done other stuff. I, I, I think know. it's him at least. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of it is just, it's, it's okay, but it, it's, a lot of it is just like, it's just so bizarre. It's like, it's so out there. So why is there going to be a gas shortage in the United States? I know the answer, so I'm not going to ah, say shit. Yeah. Probably something about the trucks and uh, not being able to have chips because so there's not trucks or something. Whoa, something. That's an interesting. Oh, I, I don't know. No, it's theory. hacking. Someone hacked into the goddamn computer system for uh, colonial colonial fuel. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> colonial pipeline. Um and uh, each day it ships 2.5 million barrels, uh, an amount that exceeds the entire oil consumption of Germany. Whoa. Sweet. So that's just one pipeline in the U.S. And yeah. they have ransomware, so they're looking for money to allow their hack to stop, I guess. Um, pretty fucked up. Yeah. But uh, seems like this is the biggest one ever for... Uh, actual like utility or fuel system but uh probably won't be the last if i had to guess yeah it's all along it starts in texas and goes up into the east coast like new england right i think you're right yeah and so into this but apparently they already started (laughs) well they started already like there's like they're they're bypassing it right and they're making it's functional but it's like still severely hampered um i'm curious to see if they actually managed to get money out of them or not but because now you have the counter hackers, right? You get you hire people on our end, and then they start to fix things. But um, I don't know that's the crazy. details. I'm not, that's not my realm. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, uh, what are these I hackers spending their money on? What are they doing with it? They're well. It's not, there's a rumor a that it's the coin. Russians, right? Oh, dog dog coin. Yeah. Well, dog the the rumor coin. is uh, that that it's it's Russia, man. I don't know. If, I, I haven't looked into it, but like yesterday, and you're saying you're saying state sponsored Russia, or just the hackers are from Russia? Well, deep state, bro. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Dark web, dark web. You're there first. Yeah. All right. Um, wait, oh, wait. Before you go, I found the Foo's Gone Wild post that I was talking about. Oh, uh, sweet. It's a uh, getting. He's it's a guy getting like <laughs> his temperature taken for COVID going into a place. <laughs> his hand? One dude holding his head on the other guy's forehead, hand on the other guy forehead and then writing down some stuff <laughs> pretty, <good>. pretty warm <laughs> not that's that amazing bad. <laughs> you're not that warm Holmes. <laughs> yeah yeah right. that's awesome um yeah, but is there like a control does he then put his hand on like an eye and like something cold again to I like don't bounce know. It, you know? <laughs> yeah i don't know dude that's pretty, pretty rad good. well that that uh, is the guy though that's no one has the skill lane only that guy yeah, does yeah it's his, true. yeah 
That's yeah, the, yeah. Hand, he puts hand sanitizer on the forehead before he does it. Wham, He's like, I, finally, COVID, I can, I can use this one skill. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do have some uh, bonus tribute today. I don't know if you want me to squeeze it in or, or later or, is or it, between Is these. it great or is it just like, eh? It's, it's pretty average. Um, I can't t- wait yeah, for it. TBH. Squeeze it in. Squeeze yeah, it yeah. in. So let's squeeze it in between. Uh, but So I bought a 1987 August issue of Car and Driver on eBay. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they review the 1987 325 IS, which is the car cool. I own in there. One year and only, so, right? Yeah, one year only. And they also have they have a bunch of cool cars in there, dude. There's a 87 uh, 944S, pretty thorough uh, piece on that one. Nice. There's a uh, you know a bunch of other shit I can't remember off the top of my head now. But um, oh, they have the uh, FCR X7 Turbo and uh, other things. But what is the first ad that you see? And it's it's the first thing you see when you flip the page. The mm. first cigarette thing ad. has to be a cigarette ad. What mm. is it? Two page. Well, Winston. Winston, eighty-seven. Um, that's a good guess. I'm gonna say tires. I'm gonna say it's uh, Pirelli P zeros. Both very good guesses. Lane Ooh. nailed it on the on the cigarette ad. Oh, it is nice. tobacco, but it's Mar- Marlboro. I can't just say that word. Marlboro. That's why I, didn't say it. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I just. <laughs> that's I just why have, I said Winston. I was like Mar. Mar- it's I, Winston. I just go all <laughs> yeah, in yeah. and just fucking throw the L in there hard, you know. Yeah. Good Marlboro. Job, good job. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. And and well, then so, if you go back even further, like in the fifties, it was. The number one doctor recommended Camel. cigarette. Yeah. Camel was the number one. Oh, Chesterfield Camel. Well, I've you seen know, it's it. like the doctor recommended. You know. Yeah, it, Camel <laughs> is, has the doctor recommended ones in uh, National Geographic, maybe, or was it yeah. or, so heavy, or, dude? Or, or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those. Um, so, dude, the <laughs> the the whole thing, and now that we're talking about it, is tobacco ads or tire ads. Yeah. Um, like, the the whole thing, like you know, there's, I I'd say. There's like five or six tobacco ads and about yeah. the same amount of tire place ads. And what I found interesting was that all of the other tire companies and distributors, uh, besides like, you know, there's obviously the branded ones, right? There's like a Yokohama ad or whatever, but there's like a tire rack equivalent, right? There's like a, like five more of those yeah. and tire rack is in there as they always were, but it's way at the back. It's like, right. it's like way at the back. And the other guys were inserted there in the middle buying, you know, more expensive property and they yeah. didn't survive. So. I remember those. <laughs> and yeah. there was like America's tire and stuff or yeah, I think it's America's tire and that tire rack, I think bought them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Euro, there's Euro yes. Tire, which I, I never heard of, um, mm-hmm. and a few others, but um, kind of random to see. Just uh, Dude, I remember buying tires because of looking at those. You know, I remember ordering tires. Yeah, from there? Like from mm-hmm. European car and buying tires, like looking at what sizes they offer and stuff, because they would have all yeah. that information on those on those apps. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, I love that we would it. basically, we would have like lust after a wheel based on a fucking uh Thumbnail, literally the size black of a thumbnail. Post yeah. stamp and white. size. And it was the one like corner yeah. of the wheel. It wasn't even the whole wheel. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Those are the what best. Are the too, best right? w- so BF Goodrich had really good ads back then. I remember they did. But uh, yeah, they what did. was it? Was it Pirelli that had like? Remember the dark blue 944 profile with the yellow tires, and then there was an E30 M3 where it was a side profile and it had like a different color tire as well. Those were really cool ads. That sounds yeah, familiar. I remember that. Yeah, the, and there that was, was a like, super one, I think, too. Um, yeah. Any any 80s tire ad is like, might as well be wall art at this point. The, oh, they it. are wall art. I know, art, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, fuck. Well, that, we won't feel the same way about current stuff, but... No. And, and they were so... And it was amazing how, like, you know, they, they, they were definitely very... Um, 
targeted, right? Like they're there. It's like, we're like, this is basically talking shit about that other manufacturer or right. that specific tire. This and is why we're you better. How much better. Yeah. They yeah. Are and, yeah. They're, yeah, they're definitely the super rad. There's a bunch of, I mean, like Rican went big in this one and you know, they barely exist now they're around, mm. but, um, and, and Rican bought like, well, I guess they didn't buy. They had one two-page ad, and then they were featured in all the other distributors. Like you could tell that Rican was paying the manu- the distributors to basically kind of feature them within their own ad because yeah. their wheels and their tires were like really big. They were uh, more visible. Uh, but yeah, no, the thing that I mean, Tire Rack nailed it with the with the obviously with the online and with uh, presence and, and with the streamlining that aspect, right? The Netflix yep. angle yep, or whatever. Yep. Um, all right, back to trivia. Thank you, Art. That was great. Hey, that wasn't trivia. No, it was good. Back to back, <laughs> back to my trivia. Back to real trivia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back to this lame ass trivia. Um, Mercedes Benz has released another electric concept car. What kind of car is it? What body style? There's uh, silence. Is it, body is style. it that new? <clears throat> it's called is it an base? E- EQT. Is it is it, is it sure. based on that new like front wheel drive um hatchback? Probably probably. So I don't I don't remember is, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting concept. That's why I'm mentioning it. Hmm. For Mercedes oh. Benz. Any guesses? Art's looking it up on Google as we no, speak. I'm, I'm I said front wheel drive hatchback, um, but I don't so, know. Well, T, T but, makes me think touring, but then I'm also, you said body style. Is that a convertible, electric mm, convertible? Yeah. That doesn't exist yet, does it? I would have thought T would have sent me down the truck, truck. route oh, for okay. Mercedes-Benz, but it's no, German. it is the new T-Class, which is a minivan. Oh, okay. Full-blown sliding door minivan and it is not great looking so don't get excited but is that coming to the states or is that uh, your own i it's a well, full concept EQT at this point but man mm. you would think minivan is coming to the states just based on the market but i have yeah. no idea it is not great looking um it's very high roofed it looks kind of like a like a london cab in some ways uh but it's got that their electric face that the eqs has but this is the eqt t-class minivan all electric Huh. So it's interesting looking. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's it's um, it's like a sprinter van with a longer snout. Yeah, <laughs> and it just doesn't have much going for it. So we'll see what the production one looks like. I'm sure um, it'll sell like a hotcakes, and women will love it. So it doesn't matter. I probably. Mean, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Most people are using minivans in town and having a you know silent, smooth minivan. Sorry, that might have been a little sexist. There is that. I mean, women yeah. buy minivans. Is that is that no longer is that I wonder what, how things are changing. Is it? I think there's a family minis? decision being made there. You know, for sure on the d- purchase. I think so a yeah, lot of women actually look at so minivans I remember, in a negative. Uh, Absolutely, Nowadays. all the women I know, the women I know, it's yeah. just slow. They're like, don't. That's the last thing they want is a minivan. Yeah, it's slow Jamie doesn't want. It's like might as well like end their whole life and not like end let them wear makeup life. ever again. And <clears throat> so okay, I'm I'm just curious to see like also like um that there was this um. I mean, I'm not curious to see. I, I guess I read this a while back, but apparently um, they, I don't know if it was Maxim or something back, uh, you know, this is when I was in college. They did this uh, thing go, where folks. like they here asked, we they well, they asked a bunch of women, what, what was the most attractive car that a man could drive? 
And apparently minivans were really uh, far up there because they were responsible adults and they were probably mm-hmm. a, a nice father or something. You know, they had but this who whole the fuck? <laughs> single <laughs> dude. Was what single dumb. woman's looking for a guy with a minivan? I, I know. It was it was bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. I want to well, look that up. You're that single guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maxim said it first. All right. You guys probably know the answer to this, but I figured it was noteworthy. So um, the SSC... Tuatara, oh, Tuatara. Yeah. I don't even know how you say it. It's the car that went 331 miles an hour allegedly, um, and they did that high speed run out on the. I think it was out the same one that the Koenigsegg did. Yeah, and then it know. didn't actually go that fast. Then it didn't actually do that, and then they confirmed it at 282 yeah. top speed. Anyways, it's a wild. James Oliver was the driver, I believe. Oh, okay, um, good old Ollie. Um, wild looking car. Um, not. I don't know, whatever. It's one of these hypercars. Who cares, right? But um, it was recently destroyed. This is a chassis 001. How was it destroyed? I know the answer. God damn it, Art. Stop. I have no news. idea. Aren't you too busy? I would, I would imagine like a crash test of some kind. Uh. <laughs> Aren't you busy? <laughs> it's the last thing I do before I go to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, you would think it'd be crash test or crash while driving, huh? There's a hint. Oh, yeah. Crashing but while no, driving. It was being towed in a trailer on the highway and there was oh. super high winds the whole thing oh. got flipped over oh and they say it's not just like not totaled i think realistically it would be like insurance wise but they're going to rebuild it obviously it's so special yeah but uh it's fucking pretty blasted uh, that sucks dude i know right imagine the owner it's like i need an enclosed trailer make sure it's nice and safe it's like yeah yeah no problem we got it yeah. <laughs> driving down the road and the whole thing just flips over Jeez. if only it wasn't in an enclosed trailer I know, right? Yeah, it might have, <laughs> might have held on. Yeah, the wind wouldn't have moved that thing around. Or if right? they had just driven it, it would have been yeah. better. So uh, anyways, he'll have to wait uh, to drive his 1,750-horsepower twin-turbo V8 car again. Yeah, that's crazy. The car I can't pronounce, the SSE Totara. That sounds All right, like that's trivia. Tuatara. What does it mean? Can you guys remember? Tuatara, Tuatara. It means something. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's it, and that's all. Nice. Where's the oh, Aqua Tread when you need it? Let's get Aqua Tread back. Is that what it was? Aqua Tread. Yeah. Goodyear. Mm-hmm. Goodyear Aqua Tread. I I miss ti- I miss like tire gimmicks. I like the the one that like the smoke ring where it had the ring of like a different color, and when you oh, burned yeah. out, oh. it would like put the smoke. You remember that? That's a good one, and it would leave a little red streak on the. Yeah, ground. yeah, yeah. That's nice. All right, we'll bring those back. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right. How about just See color, different colors? Oh, tires, remember the huh? twin tires? Yeah, the twin tires. <laughs> twin tires? Yeah. Yep. Two tires on one wheel? It kind of looks, like, looks like a more exaggerated version of that Aqua Tread you're talking about. Oh, like it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, yeah. It, yeah. it was uh, supposed to like give you more cheek, traction butt somehow. cheek in the middle? I don't understand it. I don't know. Yeah. But it was supposed to be for the rain mostly, right? Like that was the thing. It's like... Yeah, there's some... There's some good ads. There's some good ads. It didn't do well, Holmes. No. Look for All right, it. guys. I'm gonna go um, lay down. Die getting, uh, I think I have a fever from my COVID shot. So. All right, see ya. Later. Later. Later.